My name is James Rowlands. In 2015, I teamed up with my friend Dan White to create the Dubbing Our podcast. Since then, we have been giving you everything that's happened on the WWE Network. Now, in 2018, not only are we live for the big four events and every NXT takeover, but we celebrate 20 years since the birth of the Attitude Era. Plus, every month we'll bring you 205 Live, collections, new content, W pay-per-views and latest news on the WWE Network. Until we've watched everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And yes, it's the WNR 195 States, WWE TL Ladders and Chairs 2018. Dan, are you excited for the event? I am very excited, Jay. You know, there's a fair few good matches on the card. Well, there's 12 matches on the card, but a few of them are bound to be good. So, yeah, I'm going to go into it with high hopes, and it's the last pay-per-view of the year as well. Exactly. I mean, it's hard. that's what I'm saying. So, um... It's the last paper of the year, so I mean, it should be at least entertaining, shouldn't it? But before we do anything really, let's start with the alternate intro. A new boy in the neighbourhood lives downstairs and it's understood. He's there just to take good care of me, like he's one of the family. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge, Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. And I sing, I want, I want in charge of me. Boom. Probably the most in-tune alternate intro I have ever done. But Dan, we move on to Prediction League. Do you want to explain everything before we start the show? Yes, we have three Prediction Leagues. We have Pay-Per-View Leagues. We have the NXT Leagues. And we have, of course, the Bonus League. Yeah, and what then kick-off? I'm opening up my predictions now. We start off with my Cruiserweight Champion, Buddy Murphy, going up against Cedric Alexander. So what are the scores overall at the moment? Well, currently on uh, Pay-Per-View points, I'm winning 11-8. On NXT scores, I'm winning 4-3. And on bonus points, I'm winning 23-17. Thank you. I'm currently 10 points in the lead. So, you know, even winning this and a perfect score while winning this, you get another two points. Yeah. So that reduces it to eight. And then you just got a hit and hope on the year-end predictions. Yeah, without a doubt, there's a 30-point swing there. And what a way to kick off them with kickoff. And like I said, Cruiserweight title and Alexander Murphy... Dan's going to disagree with me here, but two of the best guys, I would say, in the entire WWE roster. I think Alexander could be put in there, much like Mustafa Ali was in his match against Daniel Bryan. I think Alexander can, and you know how much me loves Buddy Murphy. What have you thought of the Cruiserweight title scene and the build-up to this match? I think it's been very good. You know, you've kind of seen Cedric Alexander's road to redemption after having a bit of a losing streak. He's finally got back into winning ways, winning a fatal four-way to actually qualify for this match. Yeah, after winning a fatal four-way to qualify for this match, he's finally got his way back in the title picture. I hope if he does not succeed in this, I hope that they give other people other than Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali a chance at the Cruiserweight Championship because there is a lot of talent 
in 205 Live, and I'd love to see it utilised. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that maybe I would like to see is, I, I don't want Mustafa Ali back in the top picture, but maybe that's a look like they're going to go if Murphy's successful here. Uh, and then maybe Ali getting a title win and kind of redemption and then we move Murphy up. Because I think Murphy's ready for the main rosters. You get caught with a huge forearm. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him be the bigger fish here at the moment. Or maybe, you know, go back to NXT, have a little feud with the Forgotten Sons, you know, kind of. And then you've got that rivalry of ex-tag team partners. I know it worked well for DIY, you know, with yes, Chomper and Gagano. Right out, yeah. So, you know, maybe they could have a few very good matches there. And then potentially move him up because, you know, I know you're a big fan of him. He is quite an impressive athlete. You know, it's the last yeah, year, the year, so I can go on record of saying it. But, you know, um, I wouldn't like to see him get lost in the shuffle on the main roster because he will certainly get lost where they've got such a huge roster that... You know, yeah. he'd definitely be underutilized. No, I, I completely agree with you there because, like, Buddy Murphy, is great champion, is kind of top dog here at the moment. Like I said, going to be unused. Someone like CN on SmackDown, you know, who deserves an opportunity, it, it was going to go that way. Buddy Murphy, as we get the annoying advert in the top right hand corner, just hit double knees on Alexander, but Alexander managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Before we get too out of ourselves, like we talk about predictions, I will go first in this one. I don't think this is any surprise i of course have gone for muddy burphy in this one well james i have gone for my man buddy murphy <laughs> <laughs> why have you put my man for why are you getting on the murphy train as no i just thought i'd do it to make you laugh <laughs> it's the last pay-per-view of the year james come on uh well this is not the last thing the double in at the end of the year i'll tell you that because not only have we got the christmas special happening in just a couple of days time where we bring you the fourth annual Dublin R Awards. Uh, we've got the New Year's special as well. We'll bring that up for New Year's Eve. And like I say, year-end predictions over 30 points swing. So even though Dan is 10 points in the lead at the moment, I could literally, literally win this by 20, by, by 20 points. I could catch up with you on a 10 and be 20 clear by the New Year. Realistically? Realistically, I've got no chance. But the loser does have to wear uh, a T-shirt of the winner's choosing. This rule was applied last year, Dan, and it come back to not bite me a little bit, but it's not really worked to my favour, has it, really? Well, no, not really, because I am wearing said T-shirt. <laughs> it's my certified G with you can't teach that on the back, and it has been very lucky for me this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gotten laid, like, nearly once in this. <laughs> so, you know. And you only got stopped, what, 20 times asking if you didn't know he was a rapist or not? I mean... Well, it was quite a conversation <laughs> point at... Uh, when we went to see Raw at the O2. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's... Well, we go see Raw and SmackDown every year when it's at the O2. And, of course, this year, or next year, when we do go, we've got the tickets booked, you will see me wearing the loser's T-shirt if I do indeed lose. But the question is, right now, is Murphy or Alexander going to win or lose this? Murphy came off the second rope with a double knee. Cedric had it scouted. Now it looks like he's coming back. Alexander springboarding his way in from the bottom rope, uh, just... Planted Murphy, but he rolled to the outside. Alexander's looking to go flying. Oh, Oh, wow. That was a super baseball slide there. (laughs) Throws Murphy back in the ring. Alexander's starting to heat up a lot. Comes flying off the second rope. Oh, this is over. Oh, only a two count. Two. And that was too close there for me. Murphy needs to stay there. I think one thing Murphy's got with him, uh, help him tremendously raw Smackdown. If Alexa Bliss can no longer compete, stick her as Buddy Murphy's manager, and then you're going to have that kind of real-life 
thing that they've got, obviously, the relationship, you know, that kind of chemistry. Or like Rusev and Lana. Well, okay, maybe a better version or of Rusev and Lana. Or Jimmy and Naomi. Or CN and Zelina Vega. No, now, Zelina Vega's with... With Andy Alistair Day. Black, but I'm talking about a man with a woman on the, the main yeah, roster um, anyway. You know, you kind of do miss having, you know, I do miss the likes of Man for the South, Jimmy Harper. Yeah. You know, the managers are missing a lot yeah. in the business. And Murphy went for Murphy's Law. Alexander tried to roll him up, but Murphy sat down on him. And you get the two. Two. Well, he did have a handful of trunks as well, James. So well, cheats I, I did not never see. I did not see any means necessary anyway. Comes running in. Alexander catches him with a scoop slam pin. Goes to the cover, but Murphy managing to kick out. Ah. And this match is very quick in the early going. Cedric looked to put Buddy Murphy away. Of course, let's not forget, Cedric won the Cruiserweight Championship way back at WrestleMania, beat Mustafa Ali in the kickoff show. And then, of course, during Cedric's reign, the Cruiserweights weren't really even featured on pay-per-view. Super Showdown was the first time since that moment. And Buddy Murphy, of course, got the job done. And like I said, home field advantage. Will that play against Buddy Murphy here tonight, not having the fans behind him like they were in Australia? I think he's still got, you know, quite a varied fan base. But, you know, as we noticed with the Cruiserweights, they all sit on their chairs. Uh, they all, Sorry, they all sit on their hands. Yes, that, that is and, true. You know, I think it is quite disrespectful for these um, these guys. You know, they put on such a great performance as well. High octane, never slowing down. And these two guys, you know, they've worked together a few times. They know how each other works as well. So, And it's clicking at the moment. And like you said, the crowd... Should be into it. This might be the most entertaining thing on the card. We know how WWE pay-per-views go. It's, 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 you know what I mean? The sublime will be ridiculous here tonight. Alexander jumped up in the second right. Murphy caught him. Put the uh, put the head under. Went Set out powerbomb for the cover. Two. two. Oh. And again, Alexander managing to kick out. Ah. Well, we'll have a look. Last year on the pre-show. Guess who was had a match-up? Fucking hell. Uh, just tell me because it was women it was Sasha Banks and Alicia Fox and the Cruiserweights well that was actually on the main card and it was Alexander and Rich Swan going against Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick oh in the tag match oh my word what was the main event for TLC last year it was year? Kurt Angle and the Shield which was Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and they defeated the Miz Strowman Kane Cesaro yeah. and Sheamus 5 3 handicap TLC match because it was held in October wasn't it something like that it wasn't in December. I think the, the Clash of Champions was a December event. It was it was really weird. When it oh, sorry. Race. And they had another match. Enzo Amore defeated Kalisto to win the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it Finn Balor versus AJ Styles last year? Balor versus Styles, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jordan defeated Elias. Uh, Oscar defeated Emma. Oh, my word. Well, Emma obviously no longer with us. Murphy and Alexander on the apron. And Alexander, Death Valley driver... Might have folded them up, oh. throws him back in, but no. Can't get it done. Lumbar check. That's it, it's over. It's over. Pulls him in. One, two. Oh. oh, saved by the ropes. Well, Murphy knows where he is at every point in the match, and your champion there put his foot on the bottom rope. Otherwise, it was Cedric Alexander's. And Cedric, that might be his best shot. I can't believe it. And Murphy again showing his veteran instincts going to the outside. Let's remember, Alexander has to beat Murphy. Murphy doesn't have to beat Cedric. I mean, you talk about keys to victory in this. Murphy needed to put Alexander away early because we know, a bit like Mustafa Ali, how tough Cedric is. And the more and more he fights, the some, sometimes the harder he gets just to put away. But is this roles reversed now? And is Alexander finding that with Buddy Murphy, just giving his best shot? Now taking his time, running in. 
Draws Alexander in, plants him face first into the second turnbuckle. That's clever by Murphy and a huge knee to the face. And Cedric might be a big trouble here. Murphy's law. Boom. Hits the mark. Kick out. Kick out. One, two, three. Buddy Murphy, your cruiserweight champion, has successfully defended his title yet again. Dan, what are your thoughts on that match? It's a bloody brilliant match. High octane stuff. Uh, never skipping a beat. You know, no botches, no fuck-ups, nothing. It was absolutely great from start to finish. My only couple of complaints there would be they went through the spots maybe a bit too quickly at the start and not enough pacing, which you've had a go at Bally Murphy about before in the past. And I think you could have given that another five minutes and we wouldn't have had a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not without a doubt. But it means we start off with predictions. A point of peace say so the perfect score is on for both of us right now. Can we get 12 out of 12? Uh, it's one all as we head into our second kickoff match. And I just want to say, Murphy looking at Alexander, is that a look of respect there and saying you're a lot tougher than I give you credit for? Murphy has definitely been in a war here tonight. So moving swiftly on to our second match and Elias is out ready for his guitar. I tell you what, I love Elias, but I don't know if the face turn is going to eventually kill him. He's kind of the same character still. But it's just WWE's booking of good guys. Like we talked about Stark. They just don't know how to book a good guy anymore. And he's going to be in a ladder match for the first time. He's not used to ladder matches against Bobby Lashley. Again, it's not someone. So I'm not super hyped about the feud's being great. I know he's put in there with like Balor or McIntyre to go against the authority. And I hope Elias gets his job done tonight. I really do. Dan, who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for the guitar-playing douche Elias. And I did something different to my predictions here, so there's no rhyme or reason to it, really. I did basically good guy, bad guy. Where the fuck is it? It's a bad guy won the last match. The good guy should win this one. Yeah, I know. Oh, I don't see the running order, do I? Well, uh, you know, you have fingers in many pies. Yeah. Anyway, I have gone Booby Lashley in this match. Bobby. Yeah. If you look at the faces and the hills that need to win, I think Lashley needs a victory more than Elias does. And I know we talk about booking of faces, but if you kind of get Lashley as a kind of a serious bad guy, then he needs to start picking up wins. And I think the same could be said for Elias, actually, Dan. Why have you gone for him? Any reason? Uh, it's his match. It is our ladder match. So, you know, if, if anyone knows how to reach for a guitar, it should be Elias. And, of course, you know, everyone would expect Lashley to get, be the victor, having the annoying Leo Rush in his corner. So, you know. Well, hopefully that plays a big factor in this. It if, could indeed, you know, yeah. The, uh, getting involved, maybe running on Elias' back to get the guitar. Your favourite pose, which no. is showing someone your backside. It's like, really? That is something you see in World of Sport. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That is literally saying that. Grado, is... show everyone your favourite pose. Yeah. Oh, uh, but he's not a pirate, he's Scottish. But anyway, Corey Grace, Michael Coleman, a young on commentary. We are going to get the first ever guitar... Not on a pole match. Guitar hanging from above match. Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Yeah, well, matches now we've got a guitar. Well, at least the guitar's got some personality. So whoever gets the guitar, whoever uses the guitar. So Michael Colton is the first person to go up and grab the guitar wins the match. And now, oh my God, this is awful to start with. I'm sorry, I should be so negative. Dan, you're usually a negative one here. Um, I know. I know, I know. Uh, predictions, we've done that. Keys to victory, Dan, in this match. Who'd win? Uh, I, I think, you know, Elias needs a friend to come out from the back to kind of cancel out Leo Rush. 
Because, um, you know, obviously, as soon as Elias goes out to grab a ladder, Eli- uh, Leo Rush can get involved, hold the ladder, stopping Elias getting in. He, he needs he needs to kind of remove Leo Rush from the situation. 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 Yeah, I think without doubt, I think uh, that's what, GPD needs. They're your man. And actually, he shows power. And he shows brute force. And he shows something else in this match. You know, there's ladders on show here. Do say that it will stand out. I, I was watching the other day, uh, I think Armageddon, like 2006, 2005. And Lashley was in it. And he looks exactly the same, which is credit to his physique and, you know, what he's done yeah. and stuff. But again, it's just... A bit bland. I want to see him, if he's going to be a kind of Lesnar type, let's see him be a bit of a destroyer. I don't know, I don't want to see him suplexing people time after time, but... Well, when was the last time you saw Brock Lesnar saying, what's your favourite pose, and then showing his ass? Yeah, this is the thing, I mean, isn't you know, it? Yeah. we've seen him come down to the ring, we've seen him don, like, a Mexican hat. Oh, wait a minute, Elias was going to go up and get in it, ladder up, and Leo stopped him. And now he's trying to rush out the ring, but he's been caught. Well, he's done long enough to distract Elias for Bobby Lashley to get back into the ring. And now both men just brawl around. But yeah, I think, you know, as you say, that's what Elias's problem, uh, what Lashley's problem is. He doesn't need a hype man in his corner like Leo Rush. He needs a proper manager, someone that's not going to get involved. Uh, you know, not going to get involved as much. He you know, doesn't not someone to, that's going to yeah. take all the major bumps. Major, major bumps. bumps. Like I say, he doesn't need to get involved, really. You know, if Lashley is the kind of big bad that they're saying, he doesn't need to. And I think that's why I'm quite pleased with McIntyre dropping uh, Dolph Ziggler now because he doesn't need someone to win yeah. matches. You know, he beat Kurt Angle straight up, and I think Lashley could be the exact same person. Well, you know, you know someone like someone with uh, like Paul Heyman. Ooh. I mean, you know, he rarely gets involved yeah. in Brock Lesnar matches. You see him standing by the ringside, you know, and his facial expressions tell the perfect story. Yeah. I think without a doubt, you know, as Lashley sends GPD into the ladder, ladder came back and hit Elias. And Elias' problem is he doesn't wrestle like a face before no. as well. He, he's still got the kind of heel tendencies. He needs to open himself up a little bit, maybe come up with a couple of more exciting moves. You know, I like the big knee, don't get me wrong, but there should be other stuff that he should be doing. I can't believe they they gave these two the ladder match. If Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose is a straight-up match, it's going to be a joke. Indeed, yeah. But, you know, again, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, I think they've got the skill to take a match to that yeah. next level. Yeah, yeah I Unlike agree, these yeah. two are just awful. And for the second match in a row, we've got uh, kind of talking over what we're trying to watch. And it's promoting TLC, which is on after the kickoff show, yeah. which is like, you know, well, if we're going to tune in, we're not just going to sit there, watch the kickoff show and say, right, turn it off. That's it. Done. Yeah, and the bump Lashley just took was for no reason. Just got a ladder to the back and hardly anybody saw it. Now, a couple to the gut. Looks like you're up in the ring a little bit. But we're obviously more focused on the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles uh, segment going on. Which is going to be a great match, but I don't think you need to promote that to make people involved, you know. But no. promote something else, maybe. Now, Lashley going to get Irish whipped. Big clothesline. The Almighty. Almighty. Hmm. Do you think that's... That's it. It doesn't suit him, does it, really? No. Now, got the head scissors, but Lashley's caught him. Well, mule kick delivered by Elias, so. Uh-oh, Lashley got GPD. Oh, belly to belly overhead, straight into the ladder that was set up in the corner. Oh, I can see the dent in that ladder as well. And now Lashley setting up that ladder up against Elias' neck. 
who's perched in the corner and it's like draped over the bottom rope. Well, it has, it has been all Lashley the past couple of minutes. Looks like Lashley might have a cut on his cheek as well. Even that was just perspiration. He sets up the ladder. Well, I quite like the fact Rush hasn't been taken out yet. So, I assume he's still got a part to play. Indeed, yeah. As Lashley's timing. He must be at least four rungs up. Uh, at least eight. And now Elias just clubbing blows to the back. Got him set up for a powerbomb. Oh! oh fucking hell! Powerbomb onto the ladder that was set up on the bottom rope in the corner. Oh, that's it, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but Leo Rush is climbing. Yeah, go on, Leo. Get a guitar. Oh, no. Leo's in a bit of trouble. Leo's down. He's got an hour Elias. Get the guitar. What an awful match that was. Elias gets it. Uh, will he use it, though? <laughs> will he? Well, I don't, let's see what happens here. Elias, come down with the guitar. Is he going to play us a tune? I think Lashley might have dented his spine. And now he's got a guitar. And, oh, Leo Rush jumps in his back. And gets pushed off. But Lashley back up. And a huge spine buster there. Lashley get rid of the ladder. And Leo Rush is going up. And are we going to see... Oh! The deepest frog splash I think I've ever seen in my life. And now Lashley's going to use a guitar on the back of Elias. So do I get a point for using the guitar then? Because that no, was a pointless... No. Why did Elias win only for that to happen? You're better off having Lashley getting the guitar, winning the match, and then GPD taking the guitar and hitting him over the head with it. Am I wrong there or what? Yeah. Well, I think in the match, it made Lashley look weak. Yeah. I'd just like to mention I'm 2-1 two two up oh, yeah, in points. Well, you know, another point for me. Yeah. Perfect score on the cards oh, for me. Oh, okay. So after that, prediction-wise, get the point, go 2-1 up. Will that be the end of it for tonight? We've still got 10 more matches to go. You know, to kind of get the overall victory, it made Elias look stupid. It made them both look like fucking idiots, didn't yeah. it, to be fair? I didn't really didn't like that match. What horrible way to end the kickoff. And let's hope the main show is a little bit better. So let's start with the opening promo. As another year comes to an end, you have to wonder, did you make your mark? You've any unsettled business? Well, we do. made me weak. You made me weak. You will lose control of yourself, and most importantly, you will lose control of the Intercontinental Championship. A true champion stands guard atop the mountain to throw down anyone who dares to approach back down to the bottom. You have to be the best in the world on your worst day. I don't think Rhonda has faced her worst day yet, but she will. When she faces me, I refuse to step aside. Fight for your dreams, and your dreams will fight for you. The old Daniel Bryan is dead. 
And all that's left is the new Daniel Bryan, the champion! I know what it's like to want something so bad, you'll do anything to get it. So Daniel, don't forget the WWE Championship belongs to me. The first ever women's tables, ladders, and chairs match. Flair, Lynch, and Asuka for the title. Tonight we make our mark and settle all business. I'm going to be Braun Strowman by forfeit. I will be permanent general manager. You can be cool. And all it's going to take is a little team. All right, Dan, what do you think of the opening promo? Well, I personally think the build-up to this pay-per-view has been brilliant. You've had the Dean Ambrose-Seth Rollins angle, you know, like with Dean Ambrose turning on Seth just after they won the titles. You've had, like, the Ronda Rousey-Nia Jax kind of squaring off against each other. What's going to happen between them? The triple threat TLC match, you know, the new resurgence of the man Becky Lynch. And, you know, going against Charlotte Flair, the woman who she claims has been imitating her. They've had a lot of back and forth on Twitter. And then the introduction of Oscar as well after winning the Battle Royal. Um, you know, the Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles thing, you know, that's gone back for the past couple of months yep. with Daniel Bryan winning the title after low-blowing him. And then, you know, going to face Brock Lesnar in probably one of Brock Lesnar's best matches he's ever had. Uh, y- you know, it's the build-up for a lot of these matches has been you know whether they actually deliver you know even like you could say you could argue the Ruby Riot Natalia kind yeah. of build up for that yeah. so, you know I know it was over a pair of broken bloody glasses well, well, but TLC really have had a bigger build up to it than Survivor Series did in that oh, way yeah. and, and if you think like you talked about Ambrose and Rollins that happened long before Survivor Series you know what I mean so obviously there's the thing there. Was it the paper they're building towards? Is this one, or is it just when they turned, when Ambrose turned heel? It was just this paper, you know. I do love the SmackDown build-up, and I've really got into it recently of watching the women's involved, Oscar Lynch and Charlotte. I I I love Becky Lynch at the moment. I've always loved Oscar. I just a treatment of hers upset me. And with Charlotte, I love the cocky Charlotte, and even the interactions that they've had is I I feel that. Should definitely be the the main event here tonight. But like I said, there is a few matches that could potentially show. Indeed, yes, you know, and even like with the dance break kind of angle for this, I know it's only the kickoff match, but you know the way that these kind of have been interacting, I think they've made quite a brilliant pairing. Yeah, I mean, what have you thought of mixed match and um, Truth it, and Carmella? It that? wasn't as entertaining as last year. I think our Truth and Carmella have kind of stolen the show with it. You know, they've taken their dance break to the next level. Yeah. It's, you know, I've seen videos of them doing uh, live shows and they've pulled, you know, kids from the audience into the, and to do the dance break with them as well. You know, it's, it's making the kids years. Well, I think Carmela's found her niche now. You know, we, yeah. we saw, she was struggling a little bit as kind of the champion and stuff. Like that. Obviously, she wasn't at that level even performance-wise. But this with our truth, as you like to say, comic relief and get the crowd into it. We noticed a mixed match challenge how well Truth does to get the crowd actually involved. And, and Carmella, the same kind of 
don't know if it's sweet or naive about you kind of back as well um we, we've talked about Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox on the Mixed Match Challenge because we had that on the WWE Network review that we just released. But I don't mind Fox because she she is meant to be acting crazy like a fox. And I don't even know if Fox knows what she's doing, you know. As for Jinder Mahal, he's lucky to have a job. And I've just realised something. Well, no, I haven't. I was about to say, that's strange. Well, well no, no, Jinder Mahal is obviously having a match here at TLC. We've got... Drew McIntyre later having a match. Heath Slater's uh, going to be a manager. Uh, uh, referee. Heath Slater's got to be the referee, hasn't he? So the three MB <laughs> are back together, are baby. At TLC. Exactly. Everybody had a go at three MB. Now look at them. The Shield are gone, but three MB ride again. Who'd have thunk it? But anyways, before this match starts, James, heel or face? Who is it you've gone for? I have gone for the the, the face, Carmella Truth. I have gone for the fabulous truth. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be, hasn't it, really? You can't have a heel team winning this. I mean, plus, who gives a fuck about Jinder Mahal at number 30? I think with Carmella, she can be number 30 at the Women's Royal Rumble. And with R-Truth, like I said before, get him taken out. And then you can have a really good person at number 30. Because, you know, or like you, you said quite a good idea, actually, as well. Have R-Truth come out. I'm going to take your idea now. Have R-Truth come out in the Women's Royal Rumble. And, you know what I mean? And say, well, I'm number 30. And then they have an argument with Carmella or something like that. A lot of possibilities. I don't think the match is going to be great. But I think Carmella and Truth, like I said, likeable. And... It's difficult nowadays to actually be likable in WWE. You know what I mean? Like all, all the usually fans usually get behind the kind of cool hills. It's weird to kind of be a silly face. Well, how the mighty Maharaja has fallen. I mean, you know, last year, well, this year he was champion. Well, not last year he was yeah, last, last year he was champion. At last year's TLC, he was WWE champion. Yeah, because that was October. It was December last year, they kind of decided against it but like you said he's fallen on hard times do you think Jinder Mahal will survive 2019 I don't think he will now <laughs> you mean he's going to drop out for it but honestly our truth is still around and he's been around for years now so if he can do it but he is friends with Vincent Mann apparently I actually have a lot of time for our truth I think you know he's He's been brilliant in the ring, you know. He's had a lot, a lot of tag team partners. Oh, without a doubt, you know. Our truth's got to be with everyone. Oh, hang on, James. Hang oh, on. wait a minute. Seven second dance break. And the crowd getting into it as Mahal and Fox and... Oh. The, Sin- the Singh brothers. Oh, they oh, want to dance. their own dance break. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And truth's dancing with... Oh. oh well, he was dancing with one of Mahal's managers. Well, Samir went, and now here's Sunil, and Fox shot from behind from Carmella. Women against women, men versus men in this one here. As Fox goes for the cover. Oh, but Mella managing to kick out. Oh, she went in tight then. Is that the Wonder Woman symbol that? Alicia Fox I has got. I think so. I think it's as F instead of W. Because she is crazy like a fox. And our truth again, get the crowd into it. We were very quiet during the Cruiserweight title match. The Mella go round. She broke Fox's neck then. Oh my God. And Carmella turns it round, mounts Fox, goes for the punches. Oh, but Fox just throwing Carmella down. And the Singh brothers still dancing at ringside. 
Northern Lights suplex there. Goes for the cover. Carmella gets his shoulder up. Are you complimenting Alicia Fox there? I was just saying it was a lovely bridge. It was. <laughs> she has learnt something in her 10 years in WWE, bless her. How to do a Northern Lights suplex with a bridge. Exactly. And another thing I like about mixed match challenge of these two teams is they are definitely colour coordinated here tonight. As Carmella gets that submission, double clothesline. You talk about Jinder Mahal, you know, Carmella early in the year was beating Oscar and Charlotte, and now those two women are going to face Becky Lynch in, a, in what should be the main event, and she's here in the mixed match challenge, but she's just tagged our truth And Truth's on fire, baby, hitting the clotheslines. She is indeed. The splits, and then a nice kick to the face. But you think about it, we've got four <laughs> women's matches on the card. Yeah, women involved. I mean, the women's... In women's no longer a revolution or an evolution. The women, the women's is here now, you know. Screw clothesline by Truth. There's nothing he can do. And Fox getting a hat on. I mean, these two would have very stupid children. And R-Truth puts on Fox's hat. Oh, and he lost it. And she got, he got kicked to the midsection. Looking for the scissors kick, but Carmella's in. A couple of kicks. One, One two. two. Oh, but Mahal in there pulling Carmella off. Easy, Tiger. He comes running towards R-Truth. Who low-bridges him, eliminates him from the Rumble. I can't believe the Royal Rumble's next month. You believe that? Oh, no. How fucking... Fl- how time flies. R-Truth goes base side out to Jinder Mahal. Carmella's distracted by the Singh brother. Fox looking for a roll-up. Carmella escaping it. Gets a roll-up anyway. Now it's oh, meant to be a wow. test of strength. No, wait a minute. The code of silence. Carmella gets the victory. Fox. And Carmella and R-Truth. I was about to say, Fox just gives up instantaneously. There we go. We got the winners. That did not last long. The mixed match challenge there. Over and done with. Dan, what are your thoughts on the match? It wasn't a bad match. You know, you, you, I think it's, it's all right to start off with a bit of... Uh, you know, a bit of light-heartedness. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think for our truth as well, coming out of fair, he's not going to do any harm in the Rumble. No, he won't come out of fair. He'll be... I, I, I will... Can I get a bonus point for it now? No. Oh, fuck, motherfucker. That, I swear. I, I mean, Archer come out of fair. Wouldn't that be a little bit disappointing after the Rumble that we've seen? I mean, I understand Carmella, but they are getting a paid vacation. They are going to be both number 30 in the Royal Rumble. I think it's harmless. I don't know anybody that's going to have a problem with them winning here. Goddamn. Still going. They could easily cut an hour out of this without the shit. Yeah, we are not watching. We're going to skip all the adverts and all the in-between and maybe some entries as well just to go from action to action to action. And up next is SmackDown. Tag team titles on the line. It's going to be three fantastic teams in the Uso... Oh, shit. Ole. In the Usos, the New Day... And the bar. Well, James, they don't just set the bar. They are the bar. They are the bar indeed. Uh, we talk about the build-up to this match. We'll do prediction first. Dan, who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for the bra. The bra. Me too. Bar in this one as well. Any reasons for? I, I thought there was going to be title changes, but I just don't think this one, you know, uh, even though there are members of Seamus taking time off to do some filming. But, you know. Every happen. fucking one. Uh, so, <laughs> that's been news for two and a half years. 
We're the bar out here, but the champions aren't coming out last. We're going to get New Day last. Yeah. New Day's already in the ring. We've missed New Day? Yeah. You motherfucker. I'll shut my fucking mouth then. There we go. We did skip New Day entrance. See, I told you we we're going to skip a couple of entrances and we skipped New Day. How can we do it when we're live? I don't know, but we are. So here we go. Taxi titles. Brilliant editing. On the line. I know. It's fantastic, isn't it? And this should be exciting. I mean, the build-up to it. Out of every match on the card, this kind of has had an all right build to it. You know, we've seen the guy... Is it my promo? Yeah, we've had seen single matches, you know, triple threats against uh, the other ones that kind of made a little bit more sense. Uh, Big Show now is no longer just in case anybody only listens to us on so pay-per-views. So he's only in it for... A pay-per-view. A pay-per-view. Yeah, Survivor Series. Yeah, he made them win it and then just walked out. Uh, so we're going to start off here with Kofi and Sheamus. And they're going to be able to tag themselves in. But I think the bar great. I think all three tag team tag teams are great. But are we seeing a bit too much of new Danny Usos, Dan? You talk about the two hundred five giving people opportunity. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, you know they've they've always been there or thereabouts. Uh, tag team division. I mean, you know we've got Sanity. What the fuck's happened to them? Yeah. You know the revival they on SmackDown. No, they're on Raw. They're on Raw. Well, I think that's the problem. There's not a lot of tag teams on SmackDown. I mean, you have got Sanity, you have got the Good Brothers, haven't you? Well, the Good Brothers, I mean, you know, they was built to be great and they had a bit of a joke moment when they came out as doctors and now they're calling everyone nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet they're wishing Bullet Club again, <laughs> yeah, even though that's exactly. kind of disbanded, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's no longer, it's just the elite now, basically. Um, I mean, yeah, you've got Pre-Man, Epico. Uh, but Sanity, they've not done anything with that, I am very surprised. Especially when you've got Freeman Man Unit and you've got Freeman Man Unit in New Day as well. I don't understand why yeah, indeed, yeah. Wiley didn't do anything with that. Maybe they're waiting for Nicky Cross to come and, and join Sanity, but I think it's a bit too little too late now. Yeah. I think Sanity could have stayed in NXT, you know? Well, you know, you did have, for a little while, the Bludgeon Brothers. They got injured. Luke Harper's... Yes. Got a broken arm, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, Eric Rowan's injured. Rowan was out originally, and then Harper, yeah, kind of added to the woes. But this is the weird thing about it, is that maybe the SmackDown tag team title picture would have been different with them dominating throughout. You know, they won them big time, didn't they? WrestleMania, I think, maybe against Usos in the New Day as well. So, as I think, the statistic where it's either been a New Day or the Usos involved in every tag team match on SmackDown this year, pay per view wise, there might have been one. That wasn't, but apart from that, I mean, these are uh, aside two from top Survivor teams. Series, I suppose. Who had it at Survivor Series? Bar versus AOP, wasn't it? Yeah. But the Usos and New Day were in the uh, SmackDown Elimination Tag Team match beating Raw. Yeah. And now it's actually broken down on the outside. It was Kofi to start, but they're on the outside, and here comes Jay. Well, oh, looking for a bit of air. Rose got caught with a Cesaro uppercut, though. And then Woods delivering a baseball slide. And now we're going to see a bit of wood fly. No. The Irish curse backbreaker from Seamus goes for a cover. Oh. A but, kick out. Uh, so Big E could actually get involved if it's a triple threat match. Yeah, I mean, he could say under the rules. Maybe under just free bird rules if Kofi wanted to take a break and Big E come there. The bar working well as a tag team, Seamus and Cesaro. Who would have thought? They weren't a tag team, boys and girls. When we used they yeah. weren't indeed, no. We saw them uh, in London going against each other. And then they've kind of formed an alliance. They've been the buyers since. And got to say, I mean, they've done well. I mean, we talked about Cesaro maybe 
deserving a little bit more, but to still be relevant after not being used for a little while to come back and now be tag team champions. I think that's why part I've gone with them because I want to see them continue as tag team champions here. You know, the Usos a new day. I think it's maybe time maybe for the Usos to go over the Raw and mix it up. I would love the Revival involved in this type of match as well. I think they're getting the, the short shift at the moment. Indeed, yeah. And Cesaro and Sheamus making sure Woods can't get the tag to the New Day or the Usos. So keys to victory. Dan, who needs to do what to win? Well, I think uh, the Usos are playing the wise game, staying on the outside, letting uh, the other two tag teams kind of wear themselves down. Um, with Sheamus and Cesaro, I think, you know, they need, you know, you've got a former world heavyweight champion there. None of the other guys in this match can, you know, can take that claim. Uh, you know, Cesaro, he's definitely a superior athlete as well. Today, I don't know, you know, maybe their time is coming and going. Well, it's, but it's something I like about the New Day. You know, we've questioned it many a time if it's going to be the end for them and they, they seem to come back stronger. We talked about harmless fun with um, Carmella and Truth earlier. I think the New Day as well, it's just, it's silly, but it's enough kind of silliness to get by. It's not just, even though kids love it, you know, it's still a bit adult-based as well and the kind of humour that they bring to it. And I mean, even Vanilla Ice is a fan of, you know, these three teams now for what they did on SmackDown. And now Woods caught in a predicament by Cesaro. Just cut off the ring, but Woods managed to take Sheamus out. Well, he... hit the honour roll. Can he get over to Kofi, get a tag in, or maybe even the Usos? Sometimes it might be easy just to get the Usos, but Sheamus... Has taken both the Usos out, and he's just cut Woods off. And Woods, like, trying to reach Kofi, but Sheamus shown his power... That's a former two-time WWE champion taking Woods up to the top. Sheamus is perched up on oh on the top rope. But Woods is fighting back. Ooh. Oh, crutches Sheamus. That's got a height. And now can Woods capitalise? Drop kick. Kicks Sheamus off, but is he too far away from his corner? Well, the Usos aren't there, so he's going to have to focus on Kofi. Sheamus tags in Cesaro. And Woods finally takes in Kingston. Beautiful springboarding in there by Kofi, taking him, taking Cesaro down. Forearms and backhands. With a big clothesline, now building up momentum. Are we going to see it? The boom drop. New Day boom drop. Now we're going to see the New Day Trouble in Paradise. <laughs> or SOS. <laughs> well, he went for the trouble, but Cesaro caught corner. Jey Uso got a blind tag. And now Kofi kicks him down. Going off the top. Getting caught by Cesaro though. And picks him up with a suplex. But here comes Jay. That was a lovely tag team move. To, oh. I thought Cesaro was the legal man. Didn't Woods get the tag out? Woods did get a tag out, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> Kofi tagging. Oh, sorry, Kingston, not Woods. Kofi trying to tag, uh, trying to pin Jay. He gets out. Oh, Jimmy in there, and then Jay gets cut. Look, Jay, he's got the shorter hair. Jay's got the trouser legs on. Yeah, and that's Jay who said over the kick. It was Jimmy in there. Apologies, but the action is fast and furious here. And now Cesaro off the top. A Uso super kick. And the crowd firmly behind the Usos after three or four Uso kicks. 
Kofi managed to dodge once. Oh, oh pop up Samoan drop. Two. Oh, but Woods in to save the count. And now it's Jimmy and Woods going at it. Both men brawling to the outside. And Jay might be going up looking for the Uso splash. Cesaro, though, gets a blind tag before he lands. Jay into the ring post. One, two. Cesaro to cover. Oh. oh. Kingston managing to kick out. Uh-huh. I thought that was job done then by the bar, but New very, Day's still in it. Very intelligent from Cesaro. We haven't even seen a Cesaro swing yet. Is he going to go for it now? Kofi. Looking at oh, it. It's as if he listens to me. And now he's swinging Kofi, I mean, at least 10, 12 times. At least 25 times. And right after that, he goes into the sharpshooter that he does out of his out of respect for kid. And Kofi's got it in... Well, Cesaro's got it in tight. Kofi's in trouble. <laughs> big E, being the big cheerleader that he is. Telling Kofi not to do it, not to tag out, uh, not to tap out. Oh, but Woods springboards his way in, plants Cesaro with a DDT, gets caught by Seamus with a knee. Seamus tags himself in. Oh, he means business to me. And the crowd into this SmackDown tag team match as he's looking for the bro kick. And here comes Seamus with a bro kick. No, Kofi dodges it. Rolls him up. One, two. Oh, oh but Seamus with a kick out. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Double Co- foot stomp. Kofi impressive. In. Trouble in paradise, and now Woods, can he walk the ropes? Plants the elbow. One, two. two. Oh. Oh. Cesaro <laughs> and Jimmy both in to break up the count. They covered some distance with that elbow, though. Well, I thought we had new SmackDown Tag Team Champions there, but all of a sudden, the two men coming to stop it. And now Cesaro with the uppercut. Upper what? Dishing it out to the Usos. Pop-up uppercut this time. Fucking hell. I think it was in the light. Kingston with a drop kick though, sending Cesaro to the outside. Looking to climb. And the New Day are Christmas themed, of course. Let's see if they can fly, just like Jelly Old sent Nick. Oh. (laughs) That is so dangerous, that dive. He just turns around in midair. It's brilliant. And shuts his eyes and hopes hopes they catch him. Oh, 10 beats of the Finn Balors coming up. No. No, Woods is fighting it with all he's got against Seamus. And a step up in Zaguri there. Seamus a little bit rocked. Oh, he gets a kick for his troubles. And there's Cesaro trying to stop Woods. Oh! Bro kick, though, as Woods was coming in. Seamus going for the cover. Three. The bar retain their title. My God. Again, a very entertaining match. I mean, this is quite good stuff. I could have seen a little bit more. Maybe a little bit more between the three teams. I wouldn't mind seeing maybe a triple threat kind of style or anything goes match between these three and everything cool. Or dare I say, chuck a ladder in. I mean, we've had three team ladder matches before. They've not been too bad. So, you know, there's an opportunity there. Uh, Dan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it was uh, it was a great match. I think, you know, with such a stacked card and so many adverts to fit in, uh, it kind of reduces the time of the matches, which I think's Stupid, really, because, you know, again, as you say, another five, ten minutes more on this match would have been brilliant. Yeah. 
I, I mean, this and this is the thing that's kind of been spoiling. And look at this, it's Heath Slater. So the we are second the... member of the three MB. Yeah, we're going to see. Heath... We know we're going to see McIntyre. Are we gonna stop it? Yeah, gonna... yeah, we will. But Slater is here as we get ready for the TLC match. Heath Slater, baby. So TLC match. It's Strowman going against Corbin. Down what the rules? If Corbin loses, he is removed as general manager from Monday Night Raw. And if Strowman wins, it means he gets a universal opportunity. Opportunity. Versus Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. But is Strowman 100% fit? These are the questions that are going to be answered right now. Dan, uh, what have you thought of the build-up? Do you think there's going to be a suitable replacement? Um, Well, if we move on to predictions... Oh, God, we do predictions, then we talk about the story. Uh, we got... Well, no, because my prediction rolls into my story. So it is a TLC match. What is actually at the top, then? Is it Baron Corbin's contract? If Strowman gets there, he can rip it up. If Corbin gets there, he can keep it. And, of course, Heath Slater, the man who Corbin's put into position as referee, is referee. Well, to answer your first question, I'm not sure what's going to be on the line. Pinfall. Or submission, and just you can use tables, houses, and chairs. And I do think it helps out Baron Corbin having Heath Slater here as his kind of help, as it were. We saw what he tried to do against Seth Rollins and Raw, and I'm sure he's going to try and do exactly the same thing here tonight. So, James, prediction wise, prediction wise, James, who have you gone for? I have gone for Baron. No, I haven't. I've gone Braun Strowman. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Well, I've uh, I've gone for Strowman or his replacement, Bray Wyatt. So you think there's going to be a replacement then? So I think he's going to get replaced and Bray Wyatt is going to be his replacement and beat Baron Von Corbin. So what do you thought the build-up to this then? It's been, it's been going on for a little while now. You know, Baron Corbin uh, and Strowman, he hit Strowman over the back of the head to basically gift Bray the title. And, um, you know, he's been running roughshod on Raw. It's People really aren't liking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's been... I don't know, Is it has he been fucking up on purpose? Or are they just basically putting it all on him because Raw's been shit? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? And Corbin now saying Strowman's not going to answer the count. So he's taking count to Teller, the new general manager. Well, the permanent general manager of Monday Night Raw, like you said, under Corbin. Things haven't been rosy. We saw what Seth Rollins said on Raw as well about Raw being the absolute worst, got the worst ratings that it has. But don't worry, Vincent Man's on Raw tomorrow. I'm sure it's all about. And Heath Slater's counting. Oh! Wow, Strowman's music hits. Well, it's not Bray Wyatt, but it is Braun Strowman. But he's got his arm in a sling. And one... One-armed man in an ass-kicking contest. I think well, I, I back Strowman. I'd still back Strowman with one arm. Well, here comes Strowman coming. Well, hopefully, Corbin will get this hand. Well, I wanted Corbin to actually do something in this match, but I don't know if we're actually going to have a proper match. I don't know what Strowman can do with one arm. A lot more than most people can do with two. Well, they get these hands, Charles. I mean, so for GC shirt in the crowd. The four guys are desperate. For a superstar. Oh, he's saying that Corbin's forgotten that it's no disqualification. Corbin's saying Strowman's not medically cleared. Come on, Heath. Elvis. What the hell? Heath. Heath. 3MB. 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 All the crowd jumps in. Yeah, the fans help beating the shit out of Corbin. 
Strowman's basically yeah. reiterating there's are no disqualifications in a TLC match. If anyone wanted to help, it would be legal. Oh, and Apollo cruises ringside with a chair. And Cruz has been uh, wronged by Corbin recently. Oh. oh, glorious. Look, your Raw Tag Team Champions, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable there with chairs as well. Oh, oh it's Finn Balor. Haven't you got a match to get ready for, mate? He doesn't need to prepare. Yeah, well, he's going to get destroyed by a Scottish psychopath. He's worried about Corbin rather than Drew McIntyre. Oh, and they're all coming in with their chairs. Corbin could be in a little bit of trouble here. And he's saying to Slater, give me a hand, we can beat these guys. Well, Heath Slater well, he's he, taking his top off. He did not. Oh, on, Slater. Well, Slater did not that last long. The, the, the referee role didn't last long for Slater. But now they're surrounded Corbin. There's five men here in Strowman. Chairbot with Bama, a shot. Yeah. Gable with a shot. Rude with a shot. Cruz with a shot. And then Balor thwacks Corbin out the ring. Now Corbin's going to walk away. Is Baron Corbin going to forfeit? Oh! The Olympic gold medalist, Bert Spangle. Kurt Angle is back. And the charting you suck, but I happen to see him. Well, Corbin's made Angle's life a living hell. The former Raw general manager. Grabbing himself a chair. I think he's going to usher Corbin back to the ring. Well, Corbin's between a rock and a hard place. And he tried to run past Angle, but he caught with a chair. All right, Kurt. Three chair shots, and now Bobby Roode's there. Yeah, net breaker. And then Moonsault. Boom. Fucking hell, that's quite a good move, that. It's a moonsault. It's a glorious move, Dan. Come on. And now Cruz. Cruz top. Lovely frog splash. Final hour. That's what Leah Rush's finish is called. I don't care. Oh, I couldn't think of it earlier. They're picking them up for Angle. Are we going to see the Angle slam? Bang. Hits its mark. Balor going up top. Coup de gras. Uh-oh. Strowman coming in and Slater putting on his referee t-shirt. He's a referee still. One, two, three. Well, with one foot on Corbin, Strowman books his Raw Rumble opportunity against Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. But i got to say, I, I'm quite entertaining there. Dan, what did you think of the match? What match were you on there? Five? Yeah. I think the way they've done it, it's, it's been absolutely brilliant. You know, he's, uh, he's come out injured, obviously, and, you know, with, uh, with what's been going on on Raw, they've given, basically... Corbin up as the full guy for it. You know, all the people that they have wronged have come out and kind of put pay to that. So, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it is good. It's a good fun segment and a good way for Strowman to kind of get a victory while still injured. Yeah, I mean, it's good payoff, isn't it? You know, we've, we've seen Corbin tormenting the Royal roster for the past few months. And now, finally, he gets his comeuppance thanks to the Royal roster that is annoyed as well, so that's good. And we rude on the pay-per-view, so I'm happy about that. You're Raw Tag Team Champion. Uh, and, of course, Strowman getting his massive opportunity as well. All up next, Dan, it's, it's going to get personal. Serious voice, please, because uh, it's Natalia 
versus um, Ruby Wright. And I mean, Ruby Wright has gone beyond here. It's just it's not WWE. <laughs> it's not WWE at all. It's just Ruby Wright. She's sick because look at the table she's bringing out right now, Dan. You you think that's sick? Yeah. Are you the same person that thought, say, Big Boss Man and uh, the big show, what happened between them when he took his dad's casket and drove down the road with it, hitched to the back of a trailer? Or the same Big Boss Man that cooked up a dog and served it to Al Snow? That, that's not fair because they're two hilarious moments that happened. I'm talking about right now, all right? Jim the Anvil, an absolute legend that you've besmirched in the past, now being besmirched by the Riot Squad. She wants to put Jim, she wants to put Natalia right through Jim. And I don't think that is fair at all. She's, she's gone too far. So you're quite happy with this then, are you? You know, I think it's, I think it's a good past storyline. You know, obviously the way that they played it out is a bit ridiculous. Oh, it's horrible. It's them scraping the bottom of the barrel, going to cheap death thing again. I've really, we talked about what the line is, do you know what I mean, when it comes to this. And, and you were annoyed when Rey Mysterio was kind of given the world title because of Eddie Guerrero's death. And now they're using Jim the Anvil Nineheart. Yeah, here. but they're not giving Natalia a title because of it. They're just giving her, you know, it's something to add fuel to a personal feud. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, for me, it's not appropriate. I think you should, if you're going to do real life and what the characters are, then you need to differentiate between the two, you know. It's like Ric Flair having a heart attack, or it's it's like using this now. You know, he's really dead, so are you sure Vincent Mann's probably pissed himself laughing in the back thinking that's a great idea, you know? So. Yeah, but I'm sure Natalia wouldn't have obviously gone through with it if she hadn't have said, like, you know, yeah, do it. What, you're saying Natalia had no say in whether well, the fact probably, that they Yeah, but she's going to say, picture. yeah, if it's her job, though, they go, oh, we've got to do this. She's going to go, oh, okay. Well, you know, angles that they go through with, there's some angles that they cancel. Yeah, well, sometimes it's a good take, you know, there's, there's a fine line. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they would have come up with something different had it not been, like, you know, Jim the Anvil Nightheart on the table. Well, she, it's not only that, she broke the glasses as well. Don't forget that travesty. Yeah. Don't think I've forgotten that. And Natalia now sending Riot into the table, quite deservedly so, but the Riot Squad still getting involved. It's an absolute disgrace. I'm not happy about it. But I do like Ruby Riot. Dan, what are your thoughts on her? Um, I think she can be a lot better. We'll go on to that in a minute, because I know you want to move on to predictions. So, Dan, who have you gone for? Well, Liv Morgan's just gone for a table. Oh, my God. She took the bullet there for Ruby Riot. Natalia. Yeah, I've got Natalia as well in this one. I mean, you can't put her dead father on the table and uh, have her lose a match. No. We see Liv Morgan go through, pushing right out of the way as Natalia speared her down. The officials are here checking on her. Yeah, um, as you're saying with Ruby Riot, I think she's um, from what she was building up to be in NXT, and then when she's come on the main roster, I think the Riot Squad has kind of held her back with what she actually is capable of. And it's five four now. Yeah, we both get is another that, point. Is that, sorry, is that five out of how many? Yeah, in a minute. Well, yeah, you get five and you fight five. You're on for a perfect score, Dad. Like you need the fucking points. But I don't need still. them, but I like them. So it's five four. Moving on to our next match. Yeah, I think Ruby Wright is going to miss an out as Natalia baseball slides Sarah Logan there. And I can't believe the, ofi- <laughs> the I can't believe the officials letting this go on. Well, James, it is a tables match, and as what happens in uh, other hardcore rules matches, anything goes. Mm. So you know they're not doing anything wrong. If Natalia had friends, 
like Ru- uh, like Ronda Rousey, she'd be by her side. But Ronda Rousey's obviously more focused on herself than anyone else. She needs to be focused on Nia Jax here tonight. It's still a huge match still to come for the World Women's Championship. If she's not, then Jax might just knock her out like she did Becky Lynch a couple of weeks ago. But Natalia here seems more focused here tonight. And I think it's because of the, visu- you know, the visual of her dad kind of looking on and saying... Go, Natalia, go. You know, obviously while smoking crack, but still supporting his daughter, you know. Was looking to put Ruby for a table. Go out for the powerbomb, but Riot fighting out of it. Oh, but Natalia still got the upper hand, even though the odds are against her. Logan comes flying in, but she gets sidestepped. Uh-oh, Logan is just about to be put out of this. Oh, wow. So Natalia's put Liv Morgan for a table. Sarah Logan for a table. And now all she has to do is put Ruby Wright with two T's through and she will win this tables match. But maybe the extra T stands for table with Ruby Wright, who's a very dangerous woman. And it's been very aggressive in the early game. You can see the kind of personal rivalry to this. Her hair's grown an awful lot as well since she's joined WWE. It must be extensions, mustn't it? I don't want to go. I don't want to be those people, but she might have done. Uh, she's definitely longer now, isn't it? Yeah. And now she's put Natalia's face next to her dead father. And he'd be ashamed of you. Nice. Well, Na- saying that, though, AJ Styles had quite short, long hair when he started. Now his is very long. So, you know, a couple of years, look at yours. Yeah, true. True that. And the crowd booing that. And that's not good heat. That's bad heat. Well, Jimmy Anvil Nineheart Table's coming into the ring. He's not related to Mini Chris Benoit, by the way. Jimmy Anvil Nineheart no. Table. And it's the first time Jenny Avenaihot's been in the WWE ring for 15 years. There's Jim set up in the corner. Jim table. And Riot vowing to put Natalia through her father, Jim. That sounds really perverse. Well, I know. Why does Ruby want to do it for? She wants to make Natalia feel better. She wants Natalia to suffer. It's traumatised. Go on, Michael. Bring it on thick, mate. That's what you're doing. Disgraceful. Oh, no, she doesn't nut her dad. Managing to avoid it. Well, sidestep right, who nearly went for it herself. Trying to go German suplex, but right rolls through. No pinfalls, obviously. Looking for a sharpshooter. Gets it locked in. She can't win by submission, but just putting more and more pain onto Riot. This is payback for everything she did about her dad. But now we're right using... Jim the Anvil Nyhart table. Oh. oh. And Jim the Anvil Nyhart takes out Natalia from behind. And the weight of that table, I mean, it's knocked Natalia for six. I mean, that table must weigh at least 500 pounds. At least seven, 800 pounds. No, I went too high, Lynn, didn't I? Legs. No, legs going. Can't sell it up, taking long enough. And now Natalia picking up right, very impressively. Table breaks, but I don't think she's going to use it anyway. Oh, electric chair. But it hurt Natalia as well. And let's not forget, she was in a tables match against Lay Cool, teaming up with Beth Phoenix. We saw that recently. If anybody listened to the WNET Review for December, we mentioned that. And that was at TLC in 2012. Indeed, yes. Where's Logan disappeared? Don't know, he disappeared once they put through a table. Is that is it like when you kill someone on GTA? <laughs> yeah, they just disappeared. <laughs> so Liv Morgan's gone. Liv Morgan as well. And what the hell? Oh, no. She's got a Ruby Riot table. 
So Ruby Riot is on the table, but she's not. She's on. She's in the ring. So we've got a Ruby Riot table. So if that Ruby Riot table was put through, would that mean Ruby Riot's been put through a table? Yes. Even if she put the tally through it. But I worry more if Jimmy Anvil Nineheart table and Ruby Riot table got on, would they have little table kids? Mini mini table kids and mini uh, <laughs> crisp Mar table yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And the they'll all be smoking crack together. There you go, Dan. You brought out the jacket. And the jacket worn by Jim the Anvil He's in. when he was in the Hart Foundation. He's going to come down like Owen Hart. <laughs> Easy. All right. Oh, wow. We'll miss you, big man. And that's for Jim as she wears the jacket. Now Natalia setting up Ruby Riot, the table. So Natalia taking about half hour to set up the table. Needs to give this match time, I suppose, and I don't know what Riot was tempting then. But she's going to get power slammed. Oh. Oh, Riot was nearly driven through herself. Well, wait a minute now. Natalia's got the jacket on. She gets put on that table. This is going to be horrible. Look at that. She's getting in her own face. And Ruby Wright's the ultimate shot at Natalia. Coming back to haunt her. Oh, but Natalia fighting out. Bouncing Wright's head off the table a couple of times. And now she's laying Ruby Wright on top of Ruby Wright on the table. And now here comes Natalia. It's taking ages to tell a story. To this tell, is really get to the point. slow, isn't it? Do you know it? what I mean? Why don't they just get to the point? Why have you... Stretch it out the last five minutes. They take ages. Well, Ooh. Ruby Riot's perched up on the top, but Natalia's caught her. No, there we go again. And Riot is caught in big trouble. Natalia has got Ruby. Oh! Power bombs Riot through the table. <laughs> that was a nice visual in the end, finally, with a jacket and a nice power bomb. Natalia, I can't believe she's actually relevant, and it's. It's 2018. We we Natalia's been around for so long, you know, nearly as long as like Alicia Fox, and yet she's she's delivering here. I mean, what match are we on now? Six. Uh, yeah, it's my yes. match anyway. Yeah, so I I, I, I thought it was right, but it took fucking ages to get on with the point. I mean, very very basic. You could see what each woman were doing for the other, if you know what I mean, especially towards yeah. the end segment. The start was alright, and they just lulled. Dan, what are your thoughts? Oh, fucking hell. Uh, sorry, just seeing Liv Morgan go through the table again, and she actually went through that table. Uh, yeah, you know, I completely agree with your point. It was it was moving too slowly for what it was. And, you know, Natalia getting hit in the back of the head with the table, then she was dead. I mean, you know, what the fuck was that all about? Yeah, exactly. It, it lulled. In places. Yeah, and not LOL'd. Oh, look at him. Look at him. Look who's next, Dan. We're getting through it now. After that, you go six points. Out of six. You're on for the perfect score. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I know him. I know the guy that's doing this at the moment. Six or... How could you possibly fuck it up? I am five out of six, which for me is fantastic. I'm going to take it no matter what. I'll take a loss. Uh, as we move on to a seventh match, which is going to be Balor versus McIntyre. I love McIntyre. He is awesome. I'm upset with Dolph Ziggler, uh, but I'll get on with that in a second because, Dan, it's your promo first. So what did you think of the build-up to this match? Uh, well, the build-up has been um, basically... Drew McIntyre has been running rough shots since kind of aligning himself with interim general manager Baron Corbin, or former interim yeah. general manager Baron Corbin. And, uh, you know, he's, he's 
he's just been running roughshod over a lot of the uh, the roster. So um, Finn Balor, in a kind of way to pay him back, he took out Drew McIntyre during a match with Dolph Ziggler. Balor was getting interviewed backstage, you know, sharing his thoughts on what was going on. And then Drew McIntyre, completely unprovoked, out of nowhere, just attacked Balor. Oh, fuck off. Injured him, made him have to leave um, the San Diego Chile kind of WWE tour early. And, uh, well, we've seen him already tonight, but this is a second appearance of Finn Balor. I'm I'm so over Finn Balor. uh, But Drew McIntyre is out here. He's the man that's going to lead WWE in the future. He is a future Universal WWE Champion. Winner, money in the bank. Whatever you want, Grand Slam champion, McIntyre will be there and do that. Balor, you had your chance, you got injured, all right? Get over it. Dolph Ziggler, you had your chance, you got injured. Get over it. I'm sick of these kind of fucking guys coming along just because they're internet darlings. Internet darlings, a new saying, you know, we'll be using for the podcast. People love Finn Balor. Why do you love Finn Balor for? What's he really done? This past year, you know, it's like, come on now. Same with Ziggler. Ziggler was relevant thanks to Drew McIntyre. And now Finn Balor's relevant thanks to Drew McIntyre. It's as simple as that. I, you know, I, it really annoys me, anybody that thinks differently. Believe it or not, I think differently. <laughs> I think Balor is a very impressive worker. Uh, probably one of the most underutilised guys on the card. Yes, you know, I can agree with you. Drew McIntyre has been an unstoppable force. He has been a complete wreck machine since his return. But what did he do before his return? He completely, uh, before he left, he completely lulled. Well, fuck you, Dan. Fuck you. That's what I'm going to say to that. Well, before Finn Balor completely demolishes Drew McIntyre, because I'd love to see your face if that happened, I have gone for Drew McIntyre, and underneath in brackets, I've written cunt. Oh, you put Drew McIntyre. I'm not going to read you putting cunt Drew McIntyre in this one. He will win with ease. But, Dan, uh, it's just you talk about the last time he was in WWE and the way he was completely mistreated. You're right about that, you see. Because six... No, hang on a minute. Drew McIntyre made his last one-on-one pay-per-view appearance six years ago at the Royal Rumble, losing in 65 seconds to Brodus Clay. It ain't happening tonight. It might be 65 seconds, but it might McIntyre gets it. And he's, look, he's already dominating Finn Balor. He dwarfs him. You know, McIntyre is just an, an animal. Sorry, can I, um, can I just listen to one of our faithful followers, Mark Tardis, has just tweeted, tomorrow's listen is the WNR194. Uh, that's going through basically all our latest stuff. When the Christmas episode with the year prediction final, the year of Vince McDan is ahead of us, I sense. And, you know, that is coming from Mark Tardis. Oh, why don't you get your fucking head out his ass, eh? And concentrate on McIntyre destroying Balor, because that's what you don't want to talk about at the moment. McIntyre's in there and taking it easy. Chop to Finn Balor. Well, he doesn't want to take it too easy and underestimate Finn Balor. He doesn't need it. We saw what he did to Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's not been the same since Drew McIntyre beat him with his own move. I wouldn't be surprised if we see McIntyre go out the top and hit the coup de grace tonight. You know what I'm saying? Comes down on Balor, gets a win like that. Look at this. You can't say you're not Drew McIntyre, even though he's one of my favourites. And Dan, I will warn you, as 2019 moves uh, starts, I will be becoming more and more vocal about Drew McIntyre. Still, you still you can get more vocal about <laughs> Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Fucking hell. 
If you got more vocal about Drew McIntyre, you'd legally change your name by Depol to James Drew McIntyre oh, the second. Uh, that's what my son's going to be called. <laughs> As Balor cheat, uh, using the ropes there. He broke at the count of five. The first ever Universal Champion. James, how many times has Drew McIntyre won it? He has Never. not been Universal Champion yet. How many opportunities he had at it? Zero. We Once he has an opportunity, many. he'll make it pay. Look at well, McIntyre. if he can beat the first ever Universal Champion, then yes, I agree. He's in with a shout once. Braun Strowman has just ripped the title from Brock Lesnar. I completely agree with you. I'll, I'll take McIntyre over Strowman or Lesnar. Look, he just threw Finn Balor across the ring. Started in one corner, Balor ended up in the well, other corner. I'd like corner. to see him do that to someone his own size. He has been doing it to everybody in front of him. This guy has only lost once on Monday Night uh, Raw for the entire year to be pinned. And that was by Dolph Ziggler after some cheating by Ziggler himself. Ziggler didn't do anything wrong. I, I went back and watched it. He did. He didn't. Now, I'm not going to argue with you. It's McIntyre's dominating Finn Balor here. It's Finn Balor that does something wrong. <laughs> but the referee didn't see it, so it didn't happen, James. You know the rules. Finn Balor's a cunt. I hate Finn Balor. Yeah, go on, fight Finn. Well, Finn Balor, he is on a... If he'd have come out as the demon, would you have put... Honestly, would you have put Drew McIntyre beating the demon? Honestly. Shut up, James. I would have put him beating the demon. You're a melt. about it, Dan? You can't beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania anymore. So what another way for a big hill to make a, a statement than beating the demon? It's not going to ruin the demon character just having one loss against it. And just think how much it would improve McIntyre. He's so dangerous, he beat the fucking demon. I say bring the demon on. That's what I say. I say bring anybody on. McIntyre at the moment, I, I can't see anybody touching him in 2019. <sighs> you mark my words. Go on, Dan. Start, start marking them. And every time Balor tries to get back in, McIntyre cuts him off. Well, James, even though we've gone for the same and I've got a perfect score on the on the way, I want Drew McIntyre to win. But I want Finn Balor to kick his arse. Well, there's only one thing happening there, and after that suplex, he must have held him up in the air at least 15 seconds. At least three and a half seconds. Oh, come off the fuck. That was at least 25 seconds. At there. least two seconds. Look, the crowd stunned by the absolute dominance of Drew McIntyre. And he, the thing about this is crazy as well. Strowman and Lesnar. He's younger, fitter, stronger, just better. He's older than Strowman. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Duke McIntyre is 31. All right, he is. How old is Braun Strowman? He's 35. Braun Strowman's 35. Well, Drew McIntyre's 33, mate. All right? So that's what I'm saying is incredible. He's stronger than anybody else. He can rule WWE now for the next ten, the decade if McIntyre wants to. He's yes, picked... James. <laughs> He's the picked... man who's been beaten by his wife <gasps> is going to become future heavyweight champion. Why don't you stop dissing the people that are going to... He's going to just make yourself look silly. In a year's time, when you're on the McIntyre bandwagon... You're going to be saying to me, oh, James, you were right, I was wrong, like you always do, you see. And Balor now using the chop. Referee should check that. That might be a lead. Why is a fucking what, open Because he used the fingernail. You can't lead with a nail. McIntyre always starts off with a hand. That, that's well, a, a wrestler like McIntyre shouldn't worry about a fucking fingernail. No, I'm not going to argue about it. A yeah. wrestler as good as McIntyre shouldn't worry if fucking Finn Balor had a set of brass knuckles on each hand well Balor just flew to DDT and sent McIntyre on the outside eliminated him from the Royal Rumble yeah, I, yeah. now Balor's going flying oh wipes out Drew McIntyre leaves him in a puddle of his own sweat on the floor 
Is that the first offensive move Finn Balor's hit in this match? Well, second? about the 15th. 15, yeah, at least four. Yeah. McIntyre's been dominated. You can't say otherwise. Here comes Finn Balor. How's Finn Balor going to fluke this? Oh, no, wait a minute. It's caught again. McIntyre throws him against the ropes. Swing blade, though, from Balor. He's going to come running in with a drop kick. Oh, he's in his sights. Oh, oh. Tilt well, backbreaker from McIntyre. Goes for the cover. One, two. Ah, oh, Balor managing to kick out. Uh, you stopped me from talking there because you knew how impressive that tilt world backbreaker was. It's a fucking from tilt Drew McIntyre. The best tilt world backbreaker I have ever seen in my life. Well, at least you know who my rest of the year is going to be. I don't have to say anymore. Drew McIntyre. This is a former Universal Champion he's dominating right now. Yeah, who won it while injured. So now you're dissing Balor. <laughs> no, I'm saying he's got the capability of winning the title while being injured. Oh, has he? So, But he can't beat Drew McIntyre 100%. <clears throat> that was a low kick, ref. There you go, oh, back well, elbow. That was a low back elbow. Oh, wait a minute. Look at this, though. So that a fin. Oh, Balor rolls up McIntyre. One, two... Oh, he raked the eyes there. Didn't touch his eyes. McIntyre trying to recover. Still a bit blinded by Balor. Your McIntyre talk is raping my ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Balor going up. He's in a drop zone. Coup de grace. Yay. And my big man, Janu, comes, stops Finn Balor. Oh, that was definitely leading with the nail. Oh, don't be silly. There's no such thing. McIntyre now got on the top. This is going to be over. The fans don't like it because it's been so easy for McIntyre. The fans are booing Drew McIntyre. There we go. He's going to take Balor out. Oh. Slams him down. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh. Balor managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Am I, I going to be the one to mention it? Right. Quite a slow count by the referee there, wasn't it? We're going to talk about that. I mean, I don't know what you say, but I, I definitely can't. Well, he took three. about five minutes to get the cover on him. You're right. That was McIntyre's mistake. He won't make it again. If you ever know what an Irishman looks like, it's Finn Balor. If you know what a Scotsman looks like, it's Drew McIntyre. Simple as. One's a little <laughs> leprechaun, and the other one's a leaf. Oh, my lucky charms. That's sad. Oh, he's not. He hasn't got that capability. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. Oh, right, you wait. Oh, no, come oh, on. Oh, well, Balor there using his intelligence, stomping the crap out of McIntyre. Yeah, cause that's not cheating, is it? McIntyre's just disappeared. It's all by Balor. He <laughs> <laughs> catches Balor, swings him back the other way, that and he goes... Just disgraceful by McIntyre. Head first. His head bounced like a basketball, then. Spends too much time talking to him. He does. But that's what used to cost him in Superstars against lesser opponents. Oh, never used to do that on Superstars, though. Headbutts Balor <laughs> in the jaw. Oh, he's good. But like you say, Dan, it's not great. Not until he can beat people. I mean, yeah, he's been dominating Balor. He needs to get the victory. He needs to be challenging people like Strowman and Lesnar. Can't be fucking around too much as well. And Balor might be out, but we've seen Balor ever since we started this podcast how tough he was. You know, he ran NXT for how many years? Wow. Indeed, yeah. Referee checking the ballot. Oh! Oh! Fuck you, Dolph! Dolph with a super kick, and now he's got a chair. 
Because he's a cheating fucking arsehole. Well, Dolph Ziggler wants to get some retribution. Ah, boot to the face. And that's what you get when you try and mess with Drew McIntyre. Well, I think McIntyre wants to worry about what's going on in the ring as opposed to his former friend. Oh, Balor's out. He's beat the crap out of Ziggler now. Use a chair. Come on. That ring post is saying out of order to him earlier. That's yeah. it. McIntyre. Oh, oh! Balor, though. Used the chair against McIntyre. It should be a disqualification. Balor never touched the chair. Coup de gras. One, two, three. <laughs> McIntyre loses. McIntyre loses. Thanks to a chair. McIntyre loses. Thanks to a chair. McIntyre loses. McIntyre loses. McIntyre loses. Carry on running your mouth, boy. What do you think of the match, Dan, before I come back with that incredible <laughs> comeback of mine? I thought it was brilliant. Absolutely perfect way of doing it. Match of the night. Nay, match of the year. For me, it was a bit too long. I mean, they could have told the story a little bit less and gave more to the earlier matches that we saw. I mean, you could have shaved about five minutes off of that and I don't think it would have been a problem. McIntyre, again, taking too long. I understand they want to continue doing the Ziggler-McIntyre feud that they have done uh, and that is something that we're going to see. But again, it took Dolph Ziggler and the steel chair from Finn Balor to beat McIntyre. So I don't think McIntyre really loses much. Finn Balor gets a massive victory now against Drew McIntyre, against the main event of Raw. So now this is Finn Balor's chance, maybe, to stake a place for the Raw Rumble because you're going to need as many people that can win it as you can. As for McIntyre, yeah, he's he's ready for the main event spot when he so deserves. You can see it in his eyes there. He's ready. He wants retribution to Balor. But the question is, will they string it out a little bit and have Balor and Ziggler involved in like a triple threat match against him, maybe at the Rumble, or have Balor versus... McIntyre tomorrow night just so he can get the victory back you know well we don't know we're gonna have to watch and see but do you think that was the right result <clears throat> do you think that was the right result I'm, I'm a bit surprised uh, I wouldn't mind seeing McIntyre going over but they did with Finn and they've treated Finn horribly recently haven't they so I suppose that's a bonus bonus for him leading into 2019 maybe he's finally gonna uh, get back in it but one disappointment to another could be just about to see Randy Orton in action going up against Rey Mysterio. I should say points to 6-5. Your perfect score is over. It is Worth over. It, it, it is over. Worth it's it. terrible. Yeah, 6-5 it is. And Dan, I've just come all over a wrestler. Now it's your turn. It's Randy Orton. Well, James, unlike yours, mine is decorated. He is 13-time world champion. Two-time, two-time Royal Rumble winner. Money in the Bank winner. He's Grand Slam champion. I mean, you know, this is what Drew McIntyre wishes he could be. A mainstay in the company now for, what, 18 years? And he's still relevant today. Is he still relevant today? Of course he is. Well, how is he still relevant then? He's got a fucking... I mean, one of the best matches on on the card... When he was last on it. Go on. What was the pay-per-view before Survivor Series? What, Crown Jewel? Crown Jewel. I mean, probably the best match of the night there. Are you Are you high? Crown Jewel? That was the worst show ever. Yeah, I mean, the best match, though. What, he, he lost in five minutes to Mysterio? What, that's a great match, is it? No, the one where he beat Jeff Harley in the cage. 
Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell. Oh, oh fucking hell. You have to go back a couple of months. I mean, that's not relevant now. Where's Jeff? He's moved on. I mean, Orton's, yeah, but he's kind of old now, isn't Randy he? Randy Orton with a resurgence. He's come back. He's just... So is Rey Mysterio. He's old. He's just <laughs> demolishing wrestlers that have been too facey. Yeah, but why have you got two old guys going against each other then? It's not really thought much of the builder. I think Orton could be better with a younger guy. The same with Mysterio. You know, chuck Mysterio in 205 Live as well and let him have a little fun with, you know, like Kalisto, Grand Metallic and... Linsterado! All right, prediction-wise, Dan, who you gone for in this? Well, it's obviously you gone for in the match, isn't you? Obviously. My man, Randy Orton. And I've gone for Randy Orton in this match. Of course you have. And they've started off with the chairs early going. Orton tried to attack like he's been doing recently, but Mysterio got the one up on him. Of course, Mysterio's in a neck brace after Randy Orton's attack. Yes, he did uh, come back and attack Randy Orton from behind. Uh, but Randy Orton has got like two or three up on Rey Mysterio. Delivered the best RKO. Maybe. Potentially. Potentially. Rumour has it. Rumour has it. Yeah. And uh, so Randy Orton's acts recently have been, you know, reprehensible, haven't they, really? Putting a chair around Mysterio and trying to end someone's career. It's just disgusting, isn't it, what Orton's been doing? He has been very disgusting, yes. But it's the Randy Orton that I like to see. Someone, you know, who goes that step further. You know, someone who would jam a screwdriver through someone's ear hole and twist it. And now Orton stopping Ray's momentum now. He's got the chair right to the back of Ray. And these two men have had their wars in the past. Probably most famously WrestleMania 22 for the World Direct title with Kurt Angle involved. Of course, he's been in well, the Batista tonight. involved. No, it's Kurt Angle, Kurt Ray Angle. and Orton. And of course, we saw Kurt Angle earlier tonight. So everybody's yeah. still around. Yes, you know, 2006, I think, they had uh, their, their great rivalry. Well, you say great rivalry. Again, <coughs> based on... Eddie Guerrero's death, but that's what Orton's always kind of been on that edge anyway, so. And so is Edge. And Mysterio blocking himself. Orton fighting out, delivering a shot to the midsection of Randy Orton. Yep, Mysterio in a chair to Randy Orton, and then drop kick. Falls off the apron head first. But what? Randy Orton, unlike John Cena, he hasn't let his success in movies, his. Success in movies. Success in movies go to his head. Oh, here comes Mysterio to move that I get bored with. Oh, well, he done a toboggan with a chair this time. Yeah, well, I'll take that. I mean, that's his go-to move right now, isn't it? You know, we see him hitting basically every match. Big chair to the body. So, successful movie career. So, so Randy Orton's films, can you just list, like, I don't know, five? Um, and three others. Oh, three others, all right. So, unlike The Miz, Randy Orton's been a failure, and The Miz has been a success with movies. You, you have a go at me about The Miz. And well, yet, Randy Orton would rather focus on his in-ring work, delivering Ma- to the fans in the ring. Randy Orton, he's they're outside the ring at the moment. Randy Orton couldn't even get in the Marine because he got fired from the Marines. So, I mean, that's a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? Not really. And the other thing embarrassing is getting beat if by someone. If he hadn't someone. been fired from the Marines, he'd have been the best Marine in the world and we wouldn't have seen him in a WWE ring. Another thing a little bit embarrassing is getting beat by someone half your size as Randy Orton's caught in the chair and here comes Mysterio off the apron. Well, unlike Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton likes to let his opponent wear himself out before he gets humiliated by them. <laughs> well, I tell you something, Ray Mysterio got a little bit humiliated there. Orton moved and Mysterio hit that chair full force. The intelligence of Randy. See, 
He didn't even need to touch Rey Mysterio to hurt him. He'd done it just by outthinking him. That's the intelligence of a veteran like Randy Orton. A legend. You need to calm down a little bit. I can't you need to calm down. You needed to calm down over fucking Drew fucking McIntyre. I know what you're talking about. I'm over it now. Randy Orton. Yes, well, let's see if Randy Orton moves. Loses and I'll laugh in your fucking face. Even though I've gone for him, I'd much rather him lose in the satisfaction of you. Right, you're going to use my line against me. Yeah, I am. Because you're a melt. Well, not only is he going to put him through an announce table, he's going to put a chair on top of the announce table. Well, it is a chair match, it's not an announce table's match, is it? It's lined up carefully in position to inflict as much danger to Rey Mysterio as possible. Danger. High voltage. Around the alt now. It's got Rey Mysterio. Chest first onto the chair on the announce table. Rey might have a clush, crush to Larix. Well, his sternum's definitely been caved in there. Randy Orton now sadistic. Rey Mysterio somehow got into the ring, trying to pick up the chair, but Orton stops him. Now setting up the chair between the third and second turnbuckle. He's going to pick him up. Rey Mysterio is going to be the javelin. The chair is going to be the javelin catcher. Oh, no. Orton nearly sent into it. Oh, he put the brakes on. Horica rollers him into the chair. Oh, but Randy Orton there. Smart as a fox. Power slam. Going for the cover, but only getting the two count. Two. Aren't foxes cunning, not smart? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just saying. Just saying. And Randy Orton. I can't believe we've had a McIntyre and Randy Orton match back to back. We should never do this ever again. People listening for the first time will not understand. We're usually unbiased. <laughs> <laughs> but well, well, you know, we had the filler match before. Now this is like, <laughs> like the main event. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we did. That's why the crowds are a lot quieter than they were before. Come on, because Finn, Finn Balor's a superstar. Him and Drew hurt, McIntyre. Because they've hurt their chest laughing at Drew McIntyre getting humiliated oh, you, right. by I, a man I, half wait. his size. I, 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 mm, mm, do you know what I'm doing? You're mm, praying for a brain aneurysm. Oh, no, I'm wishing Mysterio to beat Randy Orton just to look on your stupid face. Oh, looking for his draping DDT. Mysterio reversing it, looking for 619, getting caught by Orton. Oh, nice. It's Rey Mysterio to the outside of the apron, but he catches him with a step up in Seguri. That was nice. And now Mysterio is going to try and capitalise. Wait, he's had a lot of punishment taken out of him. I'm sure he's springboarding in. Oh, he gets a chair thrown <sighs> at his chest. And that probably One, broke his shin. Two, oh. Slow count, ref. Come on, get your fucking head out your ass. Oh, that'd be silly. You don't have slow counts, are you? <sighs> Randy Orton just can't get the job done on the biggest little band, Rey Mysterio, former world heavyweight champion. Former Royal Rumble winner. And now getting stomped on sadistically by the Viper Randy Orton. Indeed, James, indeed. Yeah. Took a leave out of your book. Well, he sent up more at Rey Mysterio's height between the first and second turn buckle as opposed to the second and top. Taking his time. He is, yep. but he doesn't want to purposely injure someone. No, he just, just, just takes a long time. It's <sighs> methodical, James. <sighs> Slowistic, that's the way that Randy I, was, I thought he was sleepwalking, sorry, I didn't. You say the fan, the f- I can't say the word, don't I? Exactly, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. The Mysterio kick Orton right in the head. Oh, and that shot to the back with a chair. Sounded like a gun going off. And he's caught now on the second rope. 619! Well, James, when he springboards in, he's going to get caught with an RKO. Oh, Mysterio. 
Who's going all the way up? Okay, go on, Randy. Okay, Owen. All the way up. Oh. What intelligence, James. Oh, Mysterio now has caught down. His head's near that chair. And I think Randy Orton notices it. Of course, that's why he set the chair up there. Do you think he's stupid or something, James? No, he's Randy fucking Orton. He doesn't want to be too overconfident with Rey Mysterio. Uh-oh. Pow! Right in the kisser. That was actually quite a funny sound then as well. It was like, boink. And now he's got about at least five or six chairs in the ring. At least ten or twelve chairs in the ring. And Orton's still not finished his assault yet on Rey Mysterio. Bouncing Mysterio's head off that chair. Ray just crumpling into an injured mess. And now setting up not one, not two, not three. Why is he taking so long setting up chairs? He's methodically setting he likes, up chairs. Because he likes to put them in pain and squirm. No, he's going to invite the front row down. He's going to be like, come on. And now four chairs in a row. Are we going to see the first ever musical chairs between Randy Orton and Ray Mysterio? All we need is Archer of Carmelo. We can have ourselves a dance break. That would be better than this match at this moment. Oh, oh. he's going to RKO him over four chairs. He's going to RKO him. Oh, no. Super kick to the midsection. Oh, Mysterio bouncing Orton's head off the chair. Well, Orton won musical chairs because he sat down first. And he's going to pin Orton two. Three! He beats Randy Orton! Mysterio beats Randy Orton! Mysterio yes, but he has to beats run Randy away. Orton! He has Orton to run loses. away after. Orton loses! Orton loses! Orton loses! Orton loses! Oh, calm down. <sighs> yes, but did he beat him? No, he just rolled him what up. What did he beat? He, he pinned rolled him. him up. One, two, three. Job was done. Yeah, he didn't Job hit to his finisher mate. on him. Job to good him. Didn't hit his finisher on him. Job to good him, mate. Didn't hit his finisher on him. Job to good him, though, mate, yeah, innit? Exactly. Job to good him, though, mate, innit? Well, what do I think of that match? Well, absolutely brilliant ending. I mean, it's so slow when Randy Orton was in control. But any time Mysterio was in, kind of sped up a little bit, and I liked that. But any time Orton wasn't, I didn't like it. Uh, and I liked the ending as well with Mysterio beating Randy Orton. Hopefully Mysterio can move on to bigger, better things. And Randy Orton, we asked if Jinder Mahal can su- survive 2019. We asked ourselves, same Randy Orton. Dan, what do you think of the match? Well, certainly the way that Mysterio had to steal a victory to get the victory... He, you know, he's kind of left things open for him and Randy Orton. Randy Orton's definitely going to want to get some retribution on him for the way that he cheekily won the match. And, uh, yeah, you know, Randy Orton's going to finish off Rey Mysterio, no doubt about it. I'm surprised. He's going to be sick and sadistic over it. I'm surprised Mysterio beat Orton. His two faces went over heels in two matches as well. Well, James, the scores do actually remain after eight matches on 6-5 to me. And we're backstage and Finn Balor was getting interviewed and Dolph Ziggler just came and uh, said, while you was laying around there, I came and won the match for you. And I think that's going to set up a future feud between Balor and Ziggler. So up next, it is the Raw Women's Championship on the line. It's Ronda Rousey defending against Nia Jackson. Let's have a look. A true champion stands guard atop the mountain, ready to throw down anyone. And from the airport, the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, it grind a sweat, the blood of time, my motivation. I work too hard, too long, and I'll be in the conversation. My team been up, way up, ain't nothing less than domination. I got the game and say when I can key in combination. Keep it low, that high side, don't focus on what's high side. Sleeping on until the night, night, it's my time in a bright light. Don't ever give them a sound. Never let me win the shot, I know they want to talk about 
Watch when you down. A true champion stands atop the mountain in sickness or in hell. Ronda nowhere near 100% after the assault by Charlotte last night with kendo sticks and steel chairs. WWE Women's History. And you want to know my secret? This hand, this fist, broke little Miss Becky Lynch's face. I guess the man was no match for the face breaker. I'm going to punch Ronda in the face until she taps out. I'm going to be holding my title when I erase the myth of Ronda Rousey at TLC. Here comes the champ. I did not come here to talk about fighting. I came here to fight. Uh-oh. Oh, here comes Rousey. And Nia Jackson, Tamina, think twice about it. I'm trying to get under the skin of Ronda Rousey's a bold move. At TLC, Tamina will be lurking in the corner of the irresistible force as Nia Jax attempts to dethrone the Raw Women's Champion, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. So, Dan, what are your thoughts on all this leading to TLC? Well, James, ever since Ronda making Oscar's Royal Rumble win in the first ever Women's Rumble, all about herself... Ronda Rousey has been a top, top superstar and, you know, she uh, she did have a match with Nia Jax before after she was getting brutally beaten by Nia Jax. Alexa Bliss came in and saved the match, cashing in her Money in the Bank women's briefcase, <sighs> winning the title off of Nia Jax. Um, you know, Rousey came back and won the title uh, and, you know, since then... Nia Jax, the face breaker. I mean, you know, the botch that's kind of made her famous and she still can't get any heat over it because people are booing her, not because she's a heel, but because she was absolutely awful. Um, you know, I don't really have high hopes for this match, to be honest. But, you know, it's uh, it's basically like Nia's rematch against uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I think without a doubt, you know, these two women have unfinished business going back... And Rousey wants to send a statement. You know, she knows she's got Charlotte looking after, uh, looking out, looking to get her. The same with Becky Lynch and everybody else in the Raw Women's Division, all waiting for her to fail. There's one thing for Oscar that we learned is that people love eventually defeating the under the undefeatable. And will it tonight 
be Nia Jax, who's with Tamina Snooker here. I'm, I, I'm not sure if she will be or not as we get the introductions. Uh, I have gone for, in this match, Ronda Rousey. I too have gone for Rowdy Ronda Rousey. I think it makes sense, you know. I think um, they can move on to... Rousey has got so many great opponents ahead if she can get past Nia Jax injury-free. Dan, why have you gone Rousey? You know, I've, I'm still not completely sold on Rousey and her in-ring ability. You know, she is the champion and, yeah, you know, uh, I, I think Ronda Rousey, there's... I don't know what more there is that she can do. I mean, because she seems too dominating over wrestlers. Mm. I think credit to Ronda Rousey, though, to you know have prior to no experience, you know, to train a little bit and then be put in the spotlight the way she has. And she's not been a Brock Lesnar type champion of not being there. She's kind of been raw week in week out, which ironically has hurt her a little bit as well in that way of the kind of pop that she used to have now kind of going away. But I think she is. Imp- Proving in the ring, as Nia Jax just picks her up and throws her across the ring. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see, can she hang with the best in the business? Do you know what I mean? We saw her against Charlotte, uh, and that was kind of, you know, Charlotte was definitely on top of that one. Rousey's still got a lot to learn, but she's coming on leaps and bounds. I just hope WWE booking doesn't send her the same way it sent Roman Reigns, you know? Well, not just, you know, being a huge star that everybody hates, she is the number one attraction now on Monday Night Raw. Well, you know, after it's going to come down the line, you know, she is too protected. Rousey dodging jacks, but only for a second. I mean, keys to victory here with this one, I think it's pure and simple, really, isn't it? It's kind of speed versus power in this match here. Rousey's got to be quick. I think the longer the match goes on, it might favour Nia Jax a little bit as well. Is she going to use that right hand? Well, she's looking for the face breaker, but Rousey ducks it, looking for the armbar. And she can't get the arms attached, and Jax can use her body weight to get back to her feet. Set up powerbomb, but Jax can't capitalise on it, and uh, Snooker's very happy ringside. No, only a one count there. One. And now Jax just throwing Ronda Rousey across the ring. and then Splashing her in the corner. Taking all the breath out of her. And Jax is treating Rousey as a plaything. She's going to try and hit the elbow. She's successful. Goes for the cover. One. Oh, but again, only a one count. I don't know if Rousey's doing that on purpose or just, you know. There's no doubt Ronda Rousey is tough. But going up against Nia Jax, who of course earned this opportunity by winning the Battle Royal at Evolution. And just sent... indeed, yeah. She earned her rematch, so to speak. And she's just sent Ronda Rousey into that... Oh, and just clubbing her shoulder with her thigh. Oh, she targets the shoulder. She won't be able to apply the armbar on Nia Jax. That's quite a good strategy, actually, by Jax. As in, it's nice to see that Ronda Rousey hasn't had her makeup applied with a catapult tonight. <laughs> she looks all right. As Jax looks to finish things with a leg drop, Rousey does move. Or just jumps right onto Jax, tries to apply a guillotine. But Jax is just too strong. Oh, but Rousey with a backslide there and staying on <laughs> Jax and just gets that sleeper in. And that was a cool move and Jax might be fading. Uh-oh. Is that an illegal one though? She's got a forearm across the throat. I don't think that was allowed. Well, Jax just got the hair there as well. Well, Rousey rolling through looking for that armbar, but Jax sliding underneath the bottom rope. Well, Jax still got Rousey. Rousey still got Jax, but Jax picks up Rousey and throws her into barricade. Well, no, Rousey did have Jax just for a second, and then Jax used the uh, 
used that arm <laughs> swipe at Rousey against Barry Cade. Ronda Rousey in serious trouble. They hit those mats. And how thin are those mats now? The mats are mere millimetres thick over pure concrete. So is Ronda perhaps being like put in the Cena kind of category? I mean, you know, she spends the majority of the match getting beaten down only to pull out a victory last minute. I see hints well, uh, to be fair. Just kind of punish people to take, like I said, beating down. Then she's back. like, you yeah. slap, 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 slap. Exactly, slap, yeah, bang. yeah, bang, arm breaker. Yeah. And then she, well, instead of punching away, blocking the punches and punching away, she does a little combination. But there's bits of everybody, there's a bit of Austin, the kind of attitude that they want and kind of stand up to authority that they're trying to put in there, you know. It's little bits of faces in the past that have worked to try and get Rousey over. As Jack's just stopping any Rousey offense at the moment. Set out to deliver a powerbomb. Rousey with a head scissors takedown. And just a way to escape for a second. Now she's in the corner. Here comes Jax. Rousey sidesteps. Jax goes shoulder first into the ring post. And now Ronda looking on. What's she going to do? She's not going to take a chance, surely. Don't call me shit. Ronda's going to go climb him. Well, we don't see her go high that often. She's going to go for everything or nothing. Oh! Flying cross body takes down Jax. See how well Jax protects her on the way down as well. Yeah. Bless her. I mean, it was an accident with Becky Lynch, you know what I mean? So, and now Rousey's having a trouble, having a problem, because she's trying to get Nia Jax in the ring. And Jax looks to be dead weight. Goes for the cover, but Nia Jax managed to kick out. Ah. And Renee Young fucking up the line. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. So is she calling Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax dogs? Well, I don't know, but that bitch needs to sort it out. Look at Rousey now, pumping out. Firing herself up for the Hogan comeback. There's a combination that we mentioned earlier. Oh. Bang. Step up knee to the jaw. And Jax still haven't fallen yet. Superman punch. Step up Superman punch. Two. Oh. But still a quite a powerful kick out. Uh, Is Rousey. Snooker going to get involved to try and help her mate out? Well, she hasn't yet, and I'm a bit surprised by that. Now Ronda's going up again, and she she's a goer. You know what I mean? She's giving her everything she's got off the top. Flying cross body, Jax rolls through. Still got Holsey. Uh-oh, puts her on her shoulders. Samoan drop. We've got a new champion. Going for the cover. One, One two. two. Oh, oh, but Rousey managing to kick out. Uh-huh. I think that's the closest Ronda Rousey's come to losing the Women's Championship without well, cause internal bleeding. And then the big smone head right on Ronda Rousey. And at the moment, I would say this is Nia Jax to lose. Comes running in. Splashes Rousey in the corner. I'm going to pick her up again. Going to climb up to the second rope for a super Samoan drop. Up on the first rope. Now go up to the second. Oh, my God. Rousey is in serious trouble. No, Rousey's fighting back. Big elbows are now rolling the way down. Flip, looking for a powerbomb, but Jax is holding on. No, oh. Rousey rips her off the turnbuckle. Powerbomb, one, two. Ooh. Oh. Rousey managing to get the shoulder up at two. Jax. Jax managing to get... Jax managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. How the hell did she get up from that? You've like King Kong off the Empire State Building. It came crashing down, and I bet Ronda Rousey still hurts inside low with the attack from Nia Jax. Can she get back to her feet? 
Oh my god, now Rousey gonna look to end this. Got the armor, Jax. Looking to extend it, but here comes Tamina. And Tamina causing a distraction. Oh. Allows Jax to get in a shot from behind. Uh oh. Jax is loading up the face breaker. Oh my. Rousey blocks it. And Jack's trying to power out this, but Ronda is riding Nia Jax. Or went under the ropes, but referee's still going to count it. And Ronda's got the arm looking. Kissing the fist. Oh my oh, god. Jax taps out almost immediately. And she points it to Mina and said, That was for you. And then he breaks the arm of Jax. Ronda Rousey is a badass. I mean. If you just watch Ronda Rousey's matches throughout 2018, that is a bad motherfucker. The problem is, it's all the little segments in between and stuff, tag team matches that she's been having. I thought it was a great match. Dan, what did you think of that? Yeah, uh, you know, I'll give it to her. Ronda Rousey has definitely improved this past year. I mean, you know, she's... Well, she's been in it 12 months now. Since WrestleMania, yeah. But Royal Rumble, she made her appearance. Yeah, she's she's been about for a year. No, you're right, you're right. Um, right. she definitely has improved, but I think she's too protected, and I think that's going to come back to hurt her. Yeah, I hope. I, I hope when she goes on to face people like Charlotte and Becky Lynch, the crowd doesn't turn. Again. I got a feeling they are, but she puts on performance like that. I thought it was a great, great match uh, between the two women, and that means after that, Dan, where we finally get a point after a couple of matches, seven six, with three matches left to go. Can you get back into this, James? Oh, maybe, maybe. Let's find out. Can you end the year on a high? So up next, it is the WWE Championship. It's Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. A phenomenal one versus the GOAT. A little over two years ago, when I was forced to retire, it was one of the hardest days of my life. I decided to fight. AJ Styles will defend the WWE Championship against Daniel Bryan. There was a time when I wanted to quit. Two of the greatest in-ring performers of all time, leaving it all in the ring. You don't walk out, you fight, because you need to fight for your dreams. I'm the official, and if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. Wait a minute. Daniel Bryan with a low blow. The official didn't see it. The running knee. Daniel Bryan is WWE Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your WWE Champion, a new Daniel Daniel Bryan committed an act of betrayal. Something just snapped at Daniel Bryan. Come on, Daniel! Bryan's got a crazed look in his eyes right now. No, that act of betrayal was when Daniel Bryan announced his retirement. When he gave up on his dreams. That Daniel Bryan is dead. The Yes Movement is dead. These people moved on these people chant AJ Styles when the referee was down Daniel Bryan's dreams took 
over. And Daniel Bryan's dreams kicked AJ Styles in the balls. For 371 days, I defeated the WWE Championship against the best, and I've defeated them all. Day in and day out, I have been the worst horse since I got into WWE. Now, no one likes to lose. I hate losing, but it is the way that I lost that bothers me. I don't care if it's the new Daniel Bryan, the old Daniel Bryan. They have the same face to me, and I'm looking forward to smashing that face in. I am the WWE Champion, not AJ Styles! That TLC, I will crush AJ Styles' dream of becoming the WWE Champion again. And at the end of the match, the WWE Champion will be the new Daniel Bryan! So we've just seen the entrances and Dan, this promo, this build-up, it's been quite good. Survivor Series, weirdly enough, got in the way of it because Daniel Bryan, of course, beat AJ Styles SmackDown before Survivor Series. And then, of course, we had Daniel Bryan versus Lesnar, which Daniel Bryan was excellent in, I should say. Daniel Bryan and his heel work since, you know, the turn has been brilliant and Styles went away, gave a promo, came back and said, look, I was the champion and I want to come back someday and fight for it. And the response for Brian as well. I just think it's been a really, really good story told, Dan. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, you know, I agree. That I quite like the new Daniel Bryan. He seems like, you know, uh, he seems like he's being a dick. You know, it's. I think it's kind of reminiscent of the punk when he was in his straight edge society kind of gimmick. You know, I'm better than you because I don't drink and I don't do drugs. Daniel Bryan's like, you know, I'm better than you because I'm a vegan and I don't eat things with a face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah. it's... Uh, then there was something he said. Uh, sorry, it was something he said on uh, like Twitter as well. Someone said, "Oh, Daniel Bryan's not here tonight." He goes, "The old Daniel Bryan wrestled three hundred and fifty day, uh, three hundred days in a row, uh, and and ended up with that neck injury." He said, "This Daniel Bryan doesn't do that, and he's WWE champion." And I just thought that's exactly what you kind of want. He's yeah. so likable, and yet you hate him now because you think you fucking arsehole. Well, you know, you know it's, it wasn't that long ago when people was chanting "Yes, yes, yes" when he returned, <laughs> and them same people are now booing him. And you know, a polarizing figure like that, I think is absolutely brilliant. You know, someone who can drastically change, like probably one of the most utilized chants ever. Yeah. We worked out and it turned into booze. Null and void. And I think that, that's credit to Andrew Styles being so over as well. Uh, who have you gone for in this match before it really kicks I off? I have gone for Daniel Bryan. Fickle. I have gone Daniel Bryan in this match as well. Uh, so I think it'll be interesting to see these two men. Talk about keys to victory. We're going to see if it's more vicious. AJ started quite strongly now with the chops and the slaps once Daniel Bryan's got in there. Well, this match, I think it is going to be a barn burner. These oh. two guys, they have both got amazing skills, repertoires, you know, just the way they've been in that. But, you know, again, some of the matches we've <laughs> been promised that are, you know, bound to be best in the world, i.e. Styles versus Nakamura, Styles versus Joe, you know, it's... It's not quite lived up to the hype, but I hope this match actually can. That's why I've said nothing about this match, because every time I do hype it up and say, should be a great match, 
it 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 never is, you know, or, or they never really truly reach it. You know, of course, there's been a lot of potential for these two men, but I'm just trying to sit back and enjoy, it, you know, and see if they could bring anything else to to their game. You know, you can see with AJ Styles being a little bit more aggressive, and he has been the face of SmackDown for the past year, maybe even you know, past couple of years. You would say the face oh, that ran 2016. The place. He's been the face since he he joined. Basically, you know, he was so over from his Royal Rumble entrance and, you know, he's just gone up and up and up from them. You know, he's had two brilliant runs as uh, WWE champ. And, and, and the interesting thing as well, people have a go at, um, you know, the Universal title, but you look at people that have had the WWE title, like Daniel Bryan and, and AJ Styles, people that have had the opportunity, like Nakamura and Samoa Joe as well. It's It's been all the workers that the WWE title now finally have got. And I quite like that about the WWE Championship. You know, it doesn't have to be flashy. It hasn't been anything like that. Just put it on the guys that dependent. You know, put it on someone like Daniel Bryan. He can hold it on for six months if he wants. Or he could drop it to Samoa Joe or Nakamura. And you could see that coming. Do you know what I mean? You'd be quite like, oh, okay, right. That, that should be the level SmackDown. That's why I think SmackDown's miles better than Raw at the moment. Look at, oh, yeah. Look at Daniel Bryan. Look at his little look. He's got a little smirk on. Yeah, he's not smirking. He's just happy he caught AJ with a kick there. Trying to take control of this, send AJ into barricade. I mean, who? Right, Dan. We're gonna. Cause it's. I want to ask you a question now. It could be a yes or no, or you could, you know, be difficult to say. Who is better, AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan? I think overall, and including mic work, I think Daniel Bryan. But in ring ability, I'm gonna have to give it to AJ Styles. So I am being very difficult. You are being very difficult, though, aren't you? You know, if you if you. Add it all together, Daniel Bryan is the best overall. But if you just go on in-ring ability, then AJ Styles is better. What, what are your thoughts? I think the younger AJ Styles was about, he lacked some of the storytelling, the kind of hard-hittingness that he hasn't, that he's got now. I don't think the old AJ Styles would have worked as well as this AJ Styles does. But I think with Daniel Bryan, I think you've got to look at, He's kind of persona since coming up. So he started off like the, under the Miz, didn't he? And the United States title, and the fans got behind him then and wanted to see him do well. Then he joined the Nexus, and you thought, you know, that was that's all going to work out well. And he's good as Hill feud again with the Miz, and then coming into it, well, nobody thought he could. And he was with was it AJ Lee? And uh, kiss. Yeah, well, the kiss of death. Exactly, he kissed and then lost to Sheamus, and we thought that was bad. And the Yes Movement was born from that as well. You know, so Daniel Bryan can kind of. I would say like Chris Jericho, but he can change his personality a little bit. We've seen the kind of yes movement that we've had, and now he's kind of turned it again to this hill, where I I really like that about Brian, whereas AJ Styles, I want to see him as a cool, cocky hill, but at the moment, he seems all WWE want is kind of faced, you know what I mean? Well, you know, with I think there's too many hills at the moment. I think, you know, what you do need is you need a face you can depend on, and AJ Styles can be that face you can depend on. You know, he's, he has had his slightly heelish run. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when going against the face of faces, John Cena. So, you know, he, he has kind of portrayed it, but I think he's doing his better work as a... I think he'd be better off moving, this. you know, whenever they do the upcoming draft, when it's AJ going to Monday Night Raw. I think he needs to freshen up if it is just for a year. Do you know what I mean? I think Smack, he's been on SmackDown... It's good he's on there, but I think you need to change the scenery, whatever it is, and it might you know help out the AJ Cats because there's not a mo- lot more you can do on SmackDown at the moment. Whereas Daniel Bryan, I feel we've got a kind of new era in front of us. If if yeah. they get behind Daniel Bryan, 
Well, he, as you say, you know, or it opens up the possibilities of AJ versus Balor. Well, and everybody loves to see that, don't they? You know, you've got AJ Rollins, if Rollins stays on there as well, which is going to be a cracking match. And I think the good thing with Daniel Bryan on, on, on SmackDown as well is that maybe he can finally become, if he stays injury-free, someone like Edge, you know, where he can switch face or heel, win the WWE Championship, feud with someone, and then come back in and out again. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. For me, Daniel Bryan would maybe be a perfect role for something like that, but maybe that's just wishful thinking. And it's been a real, I don't want to say slow opening because it hasn't, but each man is filling each other out. AJ had a bit of it at the start, didn't he? Showed a little bit of fire. Brian took it from the outside, took over, and then AJ came back in again. And then the past maybe, what, a couple of minutes or so, five minutes? Well, this is what starts off a great match, you know, a bit of back and forth, you know, someone getting the upper hand, AJ the upper hand slightly, you know, and then it's it's just going to go like that until, you know, both men are worn out, beaten down, and then they just start larping away at each other in the middle of the ring. And then it starts heating up again. And, yeah, you know, you get a few near falls either way. So it's, it's starting off really well. Daniel Bryan goes to blocked by AJ Styles. And Daniel Bryan's already got redness on his chest from AJ's attack. Nothing like his chest was at the Greatest Royal Rumble. No, but I'd say he's probably <laughs> still a bit tender from yeah. that, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, to his credit, AJ Styles has got a bit of redness on the chest, even though he's a bit more tanned. Well, you think about the wars AJ Styles has been in as Daniel Bryan, as vintage Daniel Bryan as it was, jumping over AJ Styles, running the ropes... Goes for the clothes though, but AJ knows that. Each, oh, each man yeah. rolling backwards and forwards trying to get the pin. Stalemate so far, drop toe hold, sending AJ Styles face first into the second turnbuckle. That just looked really pretty then, didn't it? The way yeah. they were doing it. It's just like, oh, it's like a firework display. Oh, uh, wow. But, you know, that's what both of these guys <laughs> are definitely capable of. I think without a doubt, yeah. You I know, from a time. Daniel Bryan that could bring out one of Brock Lesnar's best matches. And AJ Styles, I mean, yeah. it's kind of like, it you know, the one two guys. Of, you know, AJ Styles has probably bought out John Cena's best match. Yeah. And, you know, Daniel seen, Bryan, John Cena as well. Yeah, I was going to say, we've <laughs> yeah. seen Daniel Bryan bringing out probably one of the second best John Cena matches. Is he really similar, isn't it? Yeah, they've both done <laughs> very similar things. They can both carry a match. Bryan go for the kick. Oh, drop kicks in the corner. Well, looking for his second one, but AJ Styles turns him inside out of a lovely clothesline. Now both men down. So the WWE Championship, it's, what, the 10th match out of 12. In its rightful place on the card? Well, exactly, is it? It's not as important as the Intercontinental title on Raw, and it's not as important as the SmackDown Women's title. I might argue at the moment it's not as important as the SmackDown Women's title. Yeah. Uh, do you know, and no offence to AJ and Daniel Bryan, they're brilliant. But, like, I think what we've got at the moment is something we're going to look back on You've a few years' time. You've got to go time. with what's hot. Yeah, oh, my God. And Lynch is just so... You know, and even if it is for this moment in time, it's they it, should capitalise on it, you know. And AJ and Daniel Bryan are fantastic anyway, so they'll be all right about it. But, you know, Raw always has, you know... I suppose Raw has to go over then, doesn't it? I suppose, because you can't have two Smackdowns. Cause they wouldn't want to treat Raw like that. Yes, and it's good to see Brock Lesnar in a... Pa- no, 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 he's no. not. But he's going to be at the Royal Rumble for five minutes. So you can watch that. But the annoyance is... Is that if a wrestler's injured and they don't defend their title within 30 days, they get it stripped. That's how Daniel Bryan had to get rid of the WWE Championship. Well, he was out for a bit longer than 30 days. Oh, yeah, to be fair, yeah. Well, he just got out of the ring as well to avoid the Styles clash, and here comes AJ. But, you know, Brock Lesnar, we haven't seen him, what, since Survivor Series. 
So it's been nearly a month already, and it's going to be about two, two and a half months till we see him again. No, we'll, we'll see him next month. What, well, on Raw for about five minutes? Yeah, Paul exactly. Heyman talks and Brock Lesnar just stands in a ring hopping about. Yeah, have you seen it already? <laughs> you're spoiling it for everybody. <laughs> you ruined January, yeah. He beats Strowman, it pisses everybody off, all right? Deal with it. <laughs> I just can't believe AJ Styles is uh, unemployed by the end of 2019. <laughs> but Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE, 29 in the Royal Rumble. I know, winning it, unbelievable. Well, Daniel Bryan was begging off AJ Styles there. And Styles with a like, neck breaker to Bryan. AJ's got a bit of a cut lip. Or is that internal bleeding? No, it might be internal bleeding. He strikes these each man can give it to each other. Oh, my God. Knee to the face of AJ after the suplex attempt. Big back elbow. Now AJ using the second rope. Moonsault. Catch him looking for a scorpion death drive. Oh, this is brilliant. Bryan with the cravat and the knees. <laughs> And just suplexes him with that cravat in. Wow, that is good shit. As we cover two, oh, but Styles managing to kick out. Uh, that is probably one of my new favourite moves. There's nothing AJ Styles can do about that. And look at that suplex, well, the whip on the neck, whip, like throwing out of a throwing out of a moving auto vehicle. Brian with his uh, ruthless aggression. Oh, and now Daniel Bryan, very. Daniel Bryan using the Miz kicks on AJ Styles. I'll say very kind of the Miz to lend these to Daniel Bryan for tonight. That's fine. And here goes Bryan again. Ooh, going to look at AJ. Oh, hits it. Doesn't normally hit it. Goes for the cover one. <laughs> oh, only getting a two count. Two. Goes for the back suplex on AJ. Lands on his feet. Oh, hits a lovely step up in Seguri. Daniel Bryan says AJ out in the apron. Hits him with a forearm, looking for the phenomenal one. Here he comes. Oh, Brian looking for a kick, gets caught. A leg screwed there from AJ. And now AJ going right after the calf of Daniel Bryan. Is he going to crush it? I think he's going to go for the Styles Clash. And now he's using the ring post as his best friend. Oh, Brian begging off. Styles not even caring and listening to Brian. Well, AJ's taking it up a level here tonight. Brian struggling to get to his feet, and here comes AJ. Chop block from behind. And maybe this is Stoll's strategy, trying to fight Daniel Bryan a little bit, because like we said, Daniel Bryan's been out for a very long time, and AJ Styles, of course, has been fresh as daisy. He's been WWE champion for most of the past year. So maybe trying to you know, get Daniel Bryan in, exert some energy, and then go after the leg. But as I said that, though... But saying that, James, Daniel Bryan things, yeah. is like the Duracell bunny. Yeah. He's... Set the record for the longest ever appearance in a Royal Rumble. And he's just hitting insecurities who's back in control. But still, I, I stand by what I said with AJ Styles. That leg does seem to be hurting Daniel Bryan. Maybe the old Daniel Bryan wouldn't have lasted <laughs> as long in the match, but the new Daniel Bryan, James. That's true. That is true. So you've got to forget Daniel Bryan and the new Daniel Bryan are two different men. Well, the NDB is going to go for a hurricane runaway, but AJ catches him. No, he doesn't. He oh, does. He does. Rolls, Rolls through. through. No, picks him up. Styles clash. And Brian oh, blocking it. Brian oh, my God. fighting out and just kicking Styles in the jaw. And then AJ just twisting the ankle there. Brian has to get on his back to try and exert the energy. Oh, oh Boston. AJ falls down on it, which applies even more pressure. And now Brian in all sorts of trouble. Can't get to that bottom rope. That and suicide dives. Yeah. You haven't seen many, though, today. 
No, that's cut down a little bit, isn't it, really, to be fair? You haven't seen one single Spanish fly, either. No. Hola! <laughs> and Daniel Bryan, Mike Tapper, AJ's pulled him into the middle of the ring. Bryan's struggling to get there. Oh, Styles keeps dragging him back to the middle of the ring. Bryan, though, looking for the label lock. Oh, that is fantastic. Switches it in. Now tries to get the head of AJ Styles. But AJ fighting it, and now the elbows of Bryan. Just so vicious. Oh, Bryan's got it locked in, though. I want to see Daniel Bryan versus Pete Dunne once in my life. And Bryan now's got AJ in the yes lock. Styles rolling him up for the cover. Bryan reversing it. Both men getting a two count. Two. Oh, my God. Bryan with a knockout kick. But AJ. The Pele kick. Both men exhausted and spent from this match. Why haven't they brought out No Way Jose and San Jose? They're just Idiots. missing a trick. Idiots. There's no way I can believe both men are back to their feet. Now exchanging right hands. Stiff shots from either man. Back and forth. Styles getting the upper hand. Well, I think AJ wins with the punches, but I think just with kicks, Brian takes control over again. He's, oh, he's deadly. Two spinning heel kicks. One to the stomach, one to the chin. And now he's got lined up against Turnbuckle. Trying to use that leg to build some momentum. AJ's out. Oh, hits Brian with a drop kick as he's running in. You look up a definition of a drop kick in the dictionary. That, that was picture perfect. And if you drink it. And now AJ's on the apron. Phenomenal. No. Springboard <laughs> 450. <laughs> he landed on his head. Goes for the cover though. Two. two. Oh. And Daniel Bryan somehow managing to kick out. Uh. Bonus point if someone gets thrown across all those ladders and chairs. And AJ may be going again. Fully stars clash, but Brian blocked him off. So him up in the corner. Oh, uh oh, looking for the calf crusher. And we know the legs already sustained a lot of injury. Could be in serious trouble now. How close is he to that rope? He's gonna tap. Could we see a new WWE champ? Well, AJ's rolled him round. And now he's in the middle of the ring, fully extended. And I think for Daniel Bryan, he's just about to submit. Oh my God! Twisting and twisting. Well, Brian rolls through, managing to get to the bottom right, but I think the damage might already be done. Oh, my God. How did Daniel Bryan survive? Well, the old Daniel Bryan might have lost that, James, but the new Daniel Bryan will stop that submission. Indeed. You're learning, Jimbo. You're learning. Styles throwing Brian back into the ring, but Brian rolling out again, trying to get as much time to try and uh, recuperate from that torture that his left leg's been through. Well, to be fair, Daniel Bryan can just go outside and get a count out if he chose to. Because he is the champion. He will... Whoa! Throwing Styles at Barry <laughs> Cade. Styles jumps over it, hits the forearm, looking to spring back in. Phenomenal forearm. If that was on the inside of the ring, James, this match probably would have been... Well, can AJ get Daniel Bryan back in? Get him pinned and become WWE champion. I don't think AJ... He's finished just yet. Well, he's throwing him back in the ring. He's going to put the cherry on top with a phenomenal forearm. AJ Styles going to become a three-time W champion. Here he comes. Oh, Brian moving out of the way. Styles nearly hitting the ref. Well, Nass nearly... Oh. One, two. Oh. 
Well, Daniel Bryan went for the running knee. AJ Styles, who lost by that move before, after the referee got involved, of course, for the W title originally, managed to dodge it. And then AJ went for the pin, and Bryan, being the kind of ring technician he is, turned it back around, and AJ Styles had just been pinned. My word, Dan. Uh, an absolute barn burner of a match, a brilliant match, and I feel it was a match that was just starting to get hot, and then it ended. You know, they could have given me another 10, 15 minutes of this match, and I would have been over the moon happy. Yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic match, wasn't it? You know, uh, I, I don't know how long the match went, but like I said, it was really, really heating up. I mean, these two men could do an Iron Man match, and it would be entertaining throughout, I would feel. You know, uh, what a great encounter there. So Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, it means after that we point. So it's 8-7 now. There were two matches left, Dan. It means we're going to have to go different for the next two if I can beat you outright. Well, up next, Dan, it's going to get personal. And it all started October 22nd, 2018, when Roman Reigns, of course, announced the fact that he had the key to the world and Seth won the tag team titles. And everything was good in the world. Everything was rosy. Well, let's have a look at the promo. Got it! Rollins and Ambrose are the new tag team champions! They did it tonight for their brother, Roman Reigns! My real name is Joe, and I've been living with leukemia for 11 years. And unfortunately, it's back. And because the leukemia is back, I cannot fulfill my role. I can't be that fighting champion. There are not words to describe the ride the three of us have been on together for the last six years. There are not words to describe the ups, the downs, and the highs, and the lows, and everything in between. When you don't know what to do, and you don't know what to say, you just gotta do the only thing you know how to do.
Sometimes I feel like I need protection from whatever it is, diseases you all are carrying. Because you people, like Rollins, are vermin. Said Rollins, I want you to understand exactly what's going to happen to you at TLC. Here comes Rollins! You're gonna drop the ball. And now the emotional outburst by Seth Rollins. You're gonna slip up. Oh, and Ambrose with that gas mask to the face. You will finally lose control of the Intercontinental Championship. But nobody worry, because your precious, prestigious championship will fall safely into my hands. So, Dan, what have you thought of the promo? Well, the promo, I think it went back to when Seth turned his back on the shield and it is a bit of payback from what happened then. You know, being a Dean Ambrose fan, Seth has had it coming for a long, long time. Do you think WWE's played it right, though, the shield split and the feud thereafter? Do you think, cause, you know, I'm going to give my opinion, but, you know, I, I think they kind of missed it. I, I think they've played it a bit differently from what they probably wanted to. You know, obviously, with the uh, with the devastating news of Roman Reigns, I think, you know, they wanted to try and draw the nuclear heat onto Dean Ambrose and kind of, you know, using them comments that he did saying, you know, Dean's hold, Dean, uh, Roman Reigns was kind of holding him back with his illness and so on and so forth. Hang on a minute. Let's just burn it down quickly. He's the most over raw superstar race, Seth Rollins, as he comes out here. Yeah, but we're talking about, like, kind of, the Dean Ambrose that we've got is not the Dean Ambrose that I want. The kind of psychotic kind of joker, Heath Ledger type. No. Or character that I know he can be. I, 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 I think, <clears throat> I think they've missed a trick with Dean Ambrose. You know, because you go back, you see some of his previous stuff. He is a hardcore son of a bitch nutter. You know, even the match that he had with Chris Jericho in the cage. Oh, yeah. I mean, that Dean Ambrose, if they could pull that one out, I think to a winner, but instead it's just, you know, I think this Dean Ambrose is a bit of a fucking idiot. Yeah. Having a week off raw to go and get some fucking sh- injections in his ass. Well, this is why, going on predictions quickly, I have gone for this one, Seth Rollins. Because I think with Seth Rollins, he's the star. And I think the curve stops the most dangerous move in WWE. I think he's Raw's top guy that they're going to go with. So I think he's going to beat Ambrose here and move on with the Intercontinental Championship. Dan, who have you gone for? Well, James... I'm, you know, I'm a similar kind of thinker to you, and I think with Raw's top guy, they should do something big with him. Hence, why I've gone for my man, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I mean it's pretty. Uh, yeah, I mean people might think Dean Ambrose is going to win, but I went face versus hill, face versus hill, and I've only got seven points, which is better than anything I've ever had this year. So everybody can fuck off. Do you know what I mean? So whatever happens there, I mean it just lands you with predictions. Actually, if you do that, and then a couple in your head just change around a couple. Well, That's what we're going to do for the Royal and like that. Well, can I just say, but, you know, last year you was watching Raw and Smackdown religiously. Mm-hmm. You have given that up. This yeah. year I've been watching Raw and Smackdown religiously. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, that's true. You know, I think knowing more backstories, it kind of helps with predictions, you know, hence why I've pretty much got this year in the bag. You know, it, it could yeah. all change on this last pay-per-view. Well, it'd be nice to get a pay-per-view win. It means that we would go level after this if Rollins was to win and then bar in the result, the main event. Another great thing is is that the women's title match is going to be the main event. So we're going to see Lynch, Oscar and Charlotte. And I want to see all of that as well because it's been brilliant build-up. But now we're going to focus on Raw and the Intercontinental title. It's Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you know what's weird about this matchup, Dan? Yes, James. Well, six years ago at TLC, The Shield made their debut. Yeah, of course, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins going against Daniel Bryan, Kane and Ryback. And now six years later, these two are like this. Yes, James, but, you know, six years ago, they was friends, and then five years ago, they was enemies. And, you know, I remember Dean Ambrose pursuing Seth Rollins for the title back in 2016. That's true. They have a great Hell in a Cell match as well. So yeah, they've, they've had a great few before. Like I said, Rollins was the hill that time around. But this Dean Ambrose really is not kind of clicked yet. I don't think this Dean Ambrose knows who he is quite yet. Whereas Seth Rollins quite a defined character now. He's, he's earned this past year. He's been, he's been fantastic. 2018 has been a great year for Seth Rollins. He stayed injury free. And he, he's constantly, you know, really at the Continental title delivering great matches. Ambrose coming back, changed his character up a little bit. You know what I mean? I, I don't think Ambrose quite where he is. This is not the same Dean Ambrose that went away, is it? You know, definitely not. No. Um, again, you know, I think they're missing a beat with what Dean Ambrose could actually be like. You know, he could be that badass heel that we like to see, and he's—I don't think he's been that. Now Rollins taking it to Ambrose in the early going. Of course, it's just a singles match, so you can't, you know, use weapons or anything like that. So does that mean that the feud will continue? You know, will we see another match maybe at the Royal Rumble? Or I tell you what, WWE likes to do near, you know, New Year's Eve special or New Year's Day one, whatever they do for Raw. Well, you know, it does depend on how this match goes. You know, will either man move on to different things? If Dean Ambrose isn't successful here, will he go on to get a title shot? Well, I tell you what, if you look at who's won tonight and who hasn't, you know, Finn Balor got victory, Bobby Lashley, of course, got victory, Strowman got victory, so a lot of faces have won tonight. You talk about lack of heels, a uh, lack of faces on SmackDown, on Raw at the moment, it can't be a lack of heels, you know, you've got Dean Ambrose as such, but apart from that, you know, what, Baron Corbin, is he kind of, you Drew know... McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, but again, Drew McIntyre, exactly. Is he really being used the right way? I want to see more from McIntyre, you know. For I me, mean, McIntyre's not Hill, though. Nah. <laughs> well, you know, he's always going to be a face for you. But, uh, you know, I don't think they're utilising Hills properly. I think the only Hill that's been really heelish is either uh, Lashley or Ruby Riot. Yeah, Ruby Riot has been a cunt, isn't she? Yeah. And, uh, well, Brock Lesnar gets protected well, but that's only because he's Brock Lesnar, isn't he? I so. mean, like, you know, Nia Jax, she's, everyone just boos her because they hate her, not because of her being a heel. Becky Lynch, everyone loves her so much that she couldn't be classed as a heel if she wanted to. <laughs> Charlotte, a poor rip-off of what? Becky Lynch. Yeah, but is. is Becky Lynch a poor rip-off of Charlotte, uh, of Ric Flair? That's a question that's being asked. Nah. nah. Well, you don't walk, walk around as the man. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. I mean, I don't want to talk about the women's title match but already. With Ric but with Ric Flair, he, he would shy away from things. Becky Lynch is a badass heel. She doesn't run away from things. You know, she was looking set to run six women. Well, I would run into a ring for the six women, but I can see what you're saying with Becky Lynch there. But, but you know... Um, Again, I think not having Alexa Bliss as a heel is kind of hindering them as well. Because she yeah. she could be a heel and she could be a cunt yeah. of a heel. No, I, I completely agree with you. Alexa Bliss has been missed on, on Raw later on in the year. This match is not really starting at all yet, has it? I mean, it's been very slow to begin with and now we've got Sleeper Hole, which is great to see. These two men know each other so well. Friends, rivals, friends... Rivals. It should be like Daniel Bryan and uh, AJ Styles match that we just saw, shouldn't it? You know. 
But following that, is that going to hinder it? I, I think it might be. But like he said, if Ron wants to be put in that spot, that's what the consequences are going to have to deal with, isn't it? You know, and that's why the papers always had trouble following the takeover because you're going you're to put you put the matches there to make the other, ma- you know, make Raw happy. Then it's, it's going to cause a bit of problems. But if Brock Lesnar was about, he'd have been in this position. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins would have happened earlier on in the card. Yeah, right. well, the women's well, match would be now, and match, yeah, Brock yeah. Lesnar match would be main event. Yeah, but you could argue if Roman Reigns was 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 fully fit, would his match be in the main event as well? Because he's main event a lot of people. Well, he would have been. Know? Title holder, yeah. possibly. It, it's uh, weird, Ronda Rousey's not really a main event at the but moment. But then, if Roman Reigns hadn't have gone, would Dean Ambrose have been a hill yet? Well, I, I don't think so. I think the Shield thing would have continued, you know, and I think that's the important thing uh, to look at now, as Ambrose has got another submission to Seth Rollins. But if you look at the main eventers at the moment, who's main? It's Becky Lynch making headlines. Not Ronda Rousey's in the middle of the card, whatever it was, you know, not main event of her own pay per views. Becky Lynch is out there going and main event in her own shows and that's she's kind of bringing more eyes to it than Ronda Rousey to think yeah but I I, I don't think she deserves any less no I don't I, I fucking love you wait till you see my year end awards wait till you don't know Becky Lynch is like she's nominated for male and female superstar of the year like that's because she's the, the man and Rollins caught up in the ropes and Bryce with a thunderous clothesline going for the cover oh only a two count two Ambo's now going to use the ropes to get up. Second rope. Elbow to the head. One, two. Oh, but Rollins managing to kick out. Oh. Fucking do something. That's what Harry Redknapp was shouting. If he was on the... I wish Harry Redknapp was a manager in the WWE. That would be brilliant. He'd be sitting there and be like, fucking do something. Run about a bit. Dean Ambo's off the top, but gets caught by Rollins. Oh, Rollins looking for a clothesline. Dean turned it into a lovely neck breaker. Only a two count. Ambrose going for another cover and a two again. Two. Two. Another count, but only a one. One. <laughs> one more digit away from my fucking pin number. Mm-hmm. Two, two, one, three. Oh, oh shit. Seth trying to fight back to Ambrose, but Dean just mocking him. Ambrose getting a few blows and... Um, Drew McIntyre match early and thought, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Let's hope it's not the same. Well, let's hope for me it's the same result. Yeah, you fucked me again, didn't you? Or goes for the cover, but Rollins go for the cover. Light up that TLP. Man, getting a one count. One, one. Ambrose sent phase first in the second turnbuckle. Well, Dean Ambrose now got the leg of Rollins, puts it on the second rope. Oh, and works on that. Now he's gonna try and get the submission. He just holds him there. Just what seems like an eternity. Rollins desperately trying to get to the ropes, but he can't. Now Ambrose still got it in. Now he's still got it in. Oh, Rollins does get to the ropes. Managed to break it. Goes onto the apron. Ambrose goes to follow him. Catches him on the second rope. Oh, big leg drop. Now Ambrose on the outside. Rollins going flying, but Dean catches him with a big right hand. Oh, swing blade from Rollins. I trying to get back into this. Big boot to Dean's head. Blockbuster. But Rollins is holding the leg. We wonder how much damage has been done there. Well, Dean had that sharpshooter in for what seemed like an eternity. It was a very long time, but they're both both men in the middle of the ring now. And Rollins is going to try maybe a powerbomb. Can't get him up. Oh, Ambrose with a backdrop. Rollins lands on his feet, but hurt that leg. Now no. Seth eliminating Ambrose from the rumble. And now we're going to see him fly. Oh. Suicide dive. Ambrose down, even with that bad will. Rollins looking for a second. He comes. But that knee's giving him a lot of jip. 
The left legs in the past couple of matches haven't been doing well. No, they haven't. But they've produced the victor. Well, Ambrose keeping an eye on that. I hope. I hope Rollins gets it. If not, James, it's all over for you. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the bad bit, isn't it? Yeah. It's bad I'm resigned to defeat now, isn't it? You know? Well, at least we're in December. At least it's not June. And now Rollins up to his feet. Oh, but Dame with a big right hand to the jaw of Rollins. Tell you something, Dan. You can't win it in August, but you can lose it. That's a quote from me. And you did. And I did. Big time September, October. Awful months. Awful. Don't want to talk about it, though. And Ambrose has got Rollins on the top rope. Pointing to the fans, saying, look, this is your man. Rollins managing to fight out, though. What can he deliver to Dean Ambrose? Sunset flip. Oh, but that leg. Oh, my God. And Rollins in serious trouble. And Ambrose now thinking he's a genius. Oh, but Rollins gets him up. Well, Rollins double tough bastard. Buckle bomb. Goes for a cover. One, two. Oh, oh but Ambrose managing to kick out. Oh. We can't have both my men losing tonight. Surely. Don't call me Shirley. And we've seen, well, my man lost, but we did see as well. So Your man won as well, though, the first match. Yeah, he did. You're right. You're right. So you've had a win and a loss for your men. I've had a loss, hopefully. This is one of my man wins. I'll tell you what, Buddy Murphy seems so long ago now we're in this match. <laughs> it was yesterday, James. Yeah. <laughs> Rollins now trying to burn it down. Oh, kick to the midsection, but Dean follows up with a knee to the midsection. And Ambrose having a counter for everything Rollins has to offer. Well, these two men were brothers for years. Almost a decade. You're a dickhead. <laughs> no, a decade they've been together. Well, at least 15 to 18 years. <laughs> And now both men, yay or nay punches. Rollins might be getting the better list now. Dean going straight back to the midsection. Rollins following it up though, bouncing the ropes with him. Both men. Oh, double cross body, James. That's cool. That's one of the first moves we've seen both men getting taken out simultaneously. I think you're right. I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I think it's hurting them maybe a little bit following Styles Bryan because the crowd seems to be a little bit quiet for this. I know it's not been the most intense action, but like you said earlier, they're trying to build towards uh, maybe a, a grand finish, whatever it is. And of course, leg being worked on works like that. Maybe it's just a pacing. Maybe they should start the show, as in like this should have been here after mixed match challenge or something like that. Five men slugging away in the middle of the ring. It's like a hockey fuck in a shark tank. Well, I tell you what, Rock Austin, it isn't. But these two men going at it, hammer and tongs. Oh, Rollins with a headbutt. Kick to the chest, looking for the second kick. Dean Ambrose catches him. Slams him down, does Ambrose. Goes for the cover one, two. Oh, Rollins managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Keeping himself and James still in this. Let's go, Rollins. Let's go, Rollins. Let's go, Rollins. And Rollins is there, catches him. Oh, and the legs slip, though. Oh, that's a bad knee of Rollins, and Ambrose capitalises on it. Crutches Rollins on the top rope. Oh, and a thunderous clothesline. Rolls him in, goes for the cover. Can't press him down enough, and Rollins managing to kick out. Oh. Who's laughing now, Dan? Huh? Certainly, <laughs> certainly not us. Huh. It's not final games now, is it? James has been serious since the start of the predictions. Boy. Now, I'm not talking about it, I'm talking about this match. But oh. Ambrose, look at that. Oh, he's got spit on his face. Spitting and snarling. Kick it off. Now it's going to be Dirty Deeds, no. Uh, Rollins going dead weight. When did Curtis Axel and Shawn Michaels have a kid? Because it looks like he's refing the match. 
perfectly heartbroken. Oh, Dean Ambrose looking to burn it down. This would be adding insult to injury. No, he's going to forget about it. Go for the boot. This catches him, though. Got him with a kick. Now go for the ripcord knee. Hits its mark. Rollins trying to get to the top rope. Shakes some life back into that left knee. And now here comes Seth. Oh. Fox splash. One, two. Oh, but Rollins kicking out. Uh, fog splash block there. The third frog splash we've seen tonight. Well, it's been a lot. We saw the, um, the air rush one, which is called the final shot. I can't remember what it's called. Last hour. Last shot. Final hour. Final hour. Apollo Cruz. And then, of course, we just saw Seth Rollins. So, Fog Splash yeah. is the most popular move here tonight. We're going to see a dirty deed there, but Rollins backs Ambrose up in the corner. Dean with a foot up, though. Are oh. they chanting Becky? Yeah, and now Rollins now. Superplex rolls through. Falcon Arrow. One, two. Oh, oh. Ambrose managing to kick out. Did uh. that take everything Seth Rollins' left knee had to offer, though? It might have done, and the only person I've ever seen pin with that is Zolf Diggler. So, can beat Ambrose there. Was it worth it if Rollins can't get the job done? Or does it just weaken Dean Ambrose? Weaken not only his body, but his psyche. And think maybe Rollins has got the heart determination to beat me, and I was wrong turning my back on my brother. Now, Seth looking at Dean Ambrose, just knocking him down. Well, Seth saying this is the fight you wanted, Ambrose. You got it. Dean sl- looks like he's begging off. I think he's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And Dean Ambrose begging off Seth Rollins. CM Punk chant as well. Well, well Dean, look at what asking Seth for a fist. Fist him right now in the middle of the ring, a bit of shield. Dean's like, look, I'm sorry. Fist me, all right? Well, the fans aren't really happy about this. What's Seth going to do? Is the shield going to be back together? No, he's not. Rollins kicks it away. Boot to the jaw of Ambrose. He's got this kind of mad, sadistic look about him. He's got, yeah, he's got the hair. (laughs) And now just takes down, just takes down Ambrose. And all this kind of pent up frustration has been taken out now on Dean Ambrose by Seth Rollins. So much for a buckle bomb on the outside. The same one that busted uh, Finn Balor's shoulder and here he goes oh and when you think Ambrose dislocator when you think Ambrose's been out with a broken shoulder as well <laughs> broken oh, arm staff injury yeah I know who Ambrose yeah yeah but he was originally out with the arm injury wasn't oh. he you know what I mean I was saying and then you're going to use that to use the barricade against him good one WWE and now six referee will count Ambrose out here but Rollins Eight. doesn't want it no Rollins he wants to finish this definitively he wants to put an end to the run of tyranny. And Rollins say it didn't have to be this way. Can Rollins finally get some retribution? Is he going to burn Ambrose down? Oh my God, he slaps him across the face. Now Seth's going to go for the curb stomp. No, Dean hits him with dirty deeds. And rolls him round. One, two, three. Dean Ambrose beats Seth Rollins. And Dan White beats James Rollins. What's fucking new there, eh? Dean Ambrose. I look like that guy. Dean Ambrose is the new Intercontinental Champion. Dan, what do you think of that match? I didn't think it was too bad, actually. It was. Uh, I think it was a bit slower than what we'd watched in the match before, but definitely, definitely not a terrible match. Now, um, you can see the personal rivalry in these two guys. You know, the way that it was back and forwards... 
I, I don't know. I'd still like to see a better hill from Dean Ambrose, though. Yeah, I mean, this one fending off and everything like this and kind of being lucky is a bit weird. And also another weird thing, one, eight seconds until he turned him over and got the pin as well, which are they putting that over now? Is it a massive finisher? Dean Ambrose got a champion, but to be fair, it doesn't really change anything from where Dean Ambrose was last year, in the Continental title, you know what I mean, in that kind yeah. of range. Uh, so I don't know, Dan, you're the big Dean Ambrose's biggest fan. What would you want from him for 2019? I'd like to see him capitalise on being a hill, and being the hill that I know he can be, being a bit more of an arsehole hill. You know, not this fucking going out, getting shots in the arse, and coming out looking like fucking Bane and silly fucking sirens in his theme tune. I want him to be an arsehole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's the thing we want, the more aggressive type of Dean Ambrose. Someone like, you know, Charlotte has got a lot more aggressive in recent times as well. But that means prediction-wise, Dan, you do win the pay-per-view 9-7. So I cannot catch you. So that is it. So pay-per-views, I don't even know what in the lead you are now with pay-per-views. Whatever we said earlier, plus one. One. Well, I'm 11 points clear now. 11 points clear. Oh, James, tonight a total of 31 people have competed in 12 matches. It's been it's been a long night. Shit now with the real main event. It's a triple threat tables, ladders and chairs match. The first time ever the Women's Championship is on the line and it's three of the best in the business, really. It's Oscar, Charlotte and, of course, the man, Becky Lynch. And let's have a look at the promo. the first women's triple threat TLC match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Remember, no pinfalls, no submissions. You have to climb the ladder and retrieve the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. I'm gonna do it right Gonna step on in and make the moment That's right, you better get in line I'll be the first to fight Now that I have spoken and knock you out When you're the man, you make history Every time you step foot in this ring The TLC, I'm going to do anything it takes to win I picked up the ball that you dropped And I broke your streak Cause this time, this time I'm on fire, fire, oh, fire, fire, oh, fire, fire, oh. Fighting against the odds is what this champ does. The queen doesn't break. They bow down. Up here, I I will climb, grab the title, and win. I'm going higher till I'm up on top. I'm gonna keep on climbing. You won't, you won't see me fall. I'll be standing tall. I'm gonna keep defying and knock you out. Gonna make a burn. Gonna throw it down. Cause this Wait a minute, a candlestick in hand.
I'd love to build up to this match. Not as much. Well, the video weren't as great as the build up has been. The Oscar, Charlotte, and Lynch on SmackDown recently has been white hot, and Oscar's winning the opportunity via Battle Royal as well. I think is 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 great because it kind of rounds off the character. Starting off with a Royal Rumble, this is the Oscar that we wanted. Can they finally rebuild her? There is tools there. She's no longer undefeated, but she is still awesome. Is our Oscar Dan? What have you thought of the build up? Yeah, I think it's been absolutely brilliant. You know, it's um, it's finally a match that they can have out of the shadow of uh, Ronda Rousey. I mean, you know, Oscar. Bless her heart. She won the first ever Women's Royal Rumble, and I said this during the Ronda Rousey promo, but it was kind of overtaken by the arrival of Rousey. And, you know, I think that kind of took away Oscar's victory, and another one that's taken away Oscar's victory is Charlotte destroying well, her at WrestleMania. Charlotte did beat her streak, didn't she? And she made Oscar tap out of WrestleMania. She's pretty in Looks to come an eight-time Women's champion already in her short career. Fucking hell. Half uh, the amount that her dad's had. I know. Her. Crazy, isn't it? So that's what she's looking for here tonight. And the thing about Charlotte as well is that she's shown her danger side. She's shown more flair, as it were, uh, in recent weeks, especially against Ronda Rousey taking Becky Lynch's place. Has that harmed Lynch at all, Charlotte being the way it has? I don't think so, because Becky is kind of just so hot at the moment. And there's not a bigger superstar in WWE than Becky Lynch right now. Did she just hit that? <laughs> well, they've got the... Uh, for the title, they've got the hook, and uh, Charlotte did walk into it while she was doing her ring entrance, which was very funny. And a huge Becky chant. We just had to see the man. The pop that she's going to get. Austin-esque, <laughs> I would say. Oh, she is the man, and she's here to defend her women's championship. And how far has women's wrestling became... Since we first started, that we can main event a pay-per-view at the end of 2018. And be, I'm more excited, I said this earlier, Dan, I'm more excited about this match than I have been anything in so long. Because it's kind of new, it's cool, I like all three involved. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of Charlotte as it is, but I respect what she can do. I love Oscar, you know, and Becky Lynch is just so entertaining at the moment as well. She is must-watch, that's the only reason we watch SmackDown is because of Becky Lynch. Yeah, I can't take anything away from the... All three of them deserve to be in this spotlight. They all deserve to be in this match. You know, none of them are out of place here. No, not at all. And it's great to see them getting a proper introduction as well. <laughs> so, Dan, as we get the introductions, let's get the predictions. Who have you gone for in this match? I have gone... Now, at the beginning of the year, <clears throat> there was only one person I would have gone for, and that would have been Oscar. But, after what's happened to her, the only... There's only one man that can win this match, and that is the man, Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. Well, Dan, I can see why you got Becky Lynch, and I nearly went Becky Lynch, and I can see, you know, the thing is, all year I've been an Oscar fan, haven't I? Well, Becky Lynch is going to make it a hat-trick for the Irish tonight. That's an excellent point, actually. The bar, Finn Balor, and, of course, Becky Lynch in the main event. But I feel, I feel with this, I've always got... Throughout the whole year, you know, when the Royal Rumble, when she lost the streak, I went with Oscar. Against the defeats to Carmella, I went Oscar. You know, when she lost the Evolution, I went Oscar. So why should tonight be any different? Dan, I have gone for our new women's champion, Oscar. Wow. Can I get my mind? You know, I might have lost the pay-per-view, but can I get 
a little victory over Dan to maybe kick me on for the new year and have Oscar, a woman who I've been a fan of since I first saw her in NXT debut and before that, before we started doing the WNR podcast as well. She is a fantastic athlete. Can she go back to being the most dangerous woman in WWE here tonight as Lynch has handed over the belt and each woman is just watching it rise up? So a kick in the nuts if Charlotte wins it then. I, if Charlotte wins, I quit. No, no. If Charlotte it, wins, we riot. We I, I Ruby think, riot with two fucking teams. To be fair to you, if I hadn't gone Oscar, I would have gone Charlotte. I still think there's going to be a new champion. I think Lynch and Rousey are definitely going to have uh, a match-up you know, sooner rather than later. But I think that was Charlotte as well. So that's probably why Oscar, because it frees those two up then. If you're not, Like you did earlier with um, oh, Rollins, frees them up for a title run. Indeed, yes. And look at these three women going out in the early going. Oscar getting the better of the exchanges. Hip attack to Charlotte. Hip attack to Becky Lynch. And when Oscar's on form, no one is ready for her. She's going to want to go for a ladder. And Oscar is looking very colourful tonight. He's always bringing it in the multicoloured department. And Lynch is fully focused now attacking Oscar. And do you think how many firsts that Charlotte's been involved in as well? First head in the cell and now in the first ever TLC match. Becky Lynch was the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion though, James. And Oscar held on to the NXT title for 534 days. So <laughs> we're talking about impressive feats. I know you're talking about first time. All ever, three women. Have... Exactly. You know, these three women are definitely Hall of Famers in what they've done so far, let alone what they've achieved. But can Oscar unbelievably win the women's title for the very first time in WWE on the main roster? And now look at Lynch. She's definitely 100%. Goes for the headbutt. <laughs> Charlotte with a lovely suplex to Lynch. Nips up to her feet. And each woman has had a bit of one-upmanship thus far in them. Gives us a woo and looks up. And like you said, you can see more flair about it as well. Each woman showcasing what they're all about. And it looks like Oscar's going to bring a ladder in. And so is Charlotte. Charlotte pushing Oscar away with the ladder. Becky Lynch is bringing the table into things. And it is table houses and chairs. Oh, oh my well, God. Lynch was, uh, had it seesaw in it coming into the ring. And Charlotte just stamps on it, smashes it into Lynch's face. Well, that might have broken Lynch's nose again. Doctor might have to check that. Charlotte setting the table up in the corner. You know, someone's going to go through that before the match ends. <laughs> well, we've seen a lot of women handling wood here tonight as Oscar's back in the ring. Oh, yes, obviously the tables match. Yeah, exactly, Natalia involved there. And now, now. Saw Liv Morgan be for, for a table. Sarah Logan put for a table. Ruby Wright put for a table. Are we going to see our fourth woman here tonight? Oh, we've seen two Ruby Riots put through the table. Oh, yeah, we have a table table. Oh, Lynch looking to set up the ladder, but Charlotte running in with a big boot. Flair's in full control. But as I say that, Oscar looking to uh, attack Flair. It's not really been one-on-one as yet, is it? All three women kind of hovering about each other as Oscar gets kicked. But it's changing things up, you know. Normally, it's one gets thrown out, yeah. two fight. Then one recovers, throws one out. It, here comes Charlotte, but Oscar blocked it. With a code breaker. <laughs> and that's what Oscar's all about. Why two, Oscar? <laughs> oh, and Becky Lynch throws a ladder at Oscar. She avoids it goes, whoa. That's... And runs into the boot from Becky. Yeah, but that won't stop Oscar. She goes right after Lynch. And that ladder in a very precarious position, laying flat there. If both women decide to go up, Oscar hears me and brings the ladder closer to make it even worse. <laughs> Be careful, Oscar. <laughs> Fucking hell, snap Mary and Lynch over, back first onto the ladder. Oscar very pleased with herself for that. Oh, she's hardcore. 
I was just like, that's good. I'm not gonna. Ha- that's not gonna happen to me. Lynch is like fucking slammy on that ladder. You dirty fucking potato. And Oscar now go on now, setting up the ladder. Oh, Oscar wrestling with the ladder. Oh, finally got the legs of the- Oscar uh, getting it into position. Yep, taking a little bit of time, but she knows both women are incapacitated at the moment. Even though I've not seen Charlotte for a little while. Well, there she is. Hey, rattling Oscar's head off the uh, ladder. Oh my God, Oscar must have fallen for at least a full frung. Uh, at least the eight frung. And now here comes Charlotte. She's going to woo it. Oscar pulling her leg out. Ooh, getting wedgied as she gets thrown out of the ring. But yeah, Oscar but... holding on. Now Charlotte going up, but Oscar's stopping it. Uh-oh, and Oscar's got Charlotte. In a very precarious position. He's going to try and powerbomb her. Bang! Oh! Drops Charlotte through the table with a powerbomb. Oscar's badass in this match. Christ, should have broke more on the table. One more time. Yeah, Oscar. You deserve it. Oscar's been great here. Yeah, that's for WrestleMania. Now Oscar making sure. Slow and steady wins the race. I mean, she's won the Rumble. Oh, oh my God. Well, Becky Lynch comes flying off the top rope. I say like, Oscar's been slow and steady. She won the Royal Rumble. Now she's finally going to win the title. Well, she won the Royal Rumble <laughs> to get a title shot. She won a Battle Royal to get a yeah. title shot. So multi-person matches are Oscar's game. Apart from Evolution, when it for her, she lost to Nia Jax. Oh my God, Lynch thrown off that ladder by Oscar. Hip attack sending Lynch to the outside. Charlotte's coming back with a chair. Well, Oscar didn't see her. She was talking in that ropes. In them ropes and Charlotte with a chair. So they're looking to go up to perhaps deliver a moonsault onto her stricken victims. And now here comes Charlotte Moonsault. Takes down both Oscar and Becky. Huge impact. I mean, she must have jumped at least 12 feet there. At least 14 foot. Oh, now she's looking underneath the ring. She's looking for her friend, Ken. She's got tables, ladders and chairs here. There you go. She's got the table. Going past the ladder. Glimpsing at a chair. Oh, my. Becky Lynch with a chair from behind. Right to the back of Charlotte. Right to Oscar as well. The man has taken over in this match. Oh, my God. The aggression coming out. That's the dropping on the ladder. That's the dropping on the ladder. Thank God. Flair iron up for a spear. I bet Nia Jax is watching backstage petrified. Oh, Oh no. Kicks the chair out of Lynch's hands. Fair play to Charlotte. Now she sends Lynch into barricade. Oh, there's a chair propped up against it as well. Cherry Cade. Now Flair looking to rearrange some furniture. And the, the, the great thing about women's wrestling is what's changed so much. We, you, you're just letting them wrestle normally. Do you know what I mean? This is just like a normal match. It's not anything different to what we've seen. Well, you know, after going back through the archives, you was mentioning like Sasha Banks. The reason why you like her is because she fights like a man. And now Becky Lynch is the man, but all <laughs> these three women... Are fighting like the men would. Exactly. And, and that's what's great about it. And, you know, Sasha Banks should definitely be involved somewhere. But at the moment, we're talking about these three women. And Lynch again using the chair as her best friend. She's no longer got Charlotte, has she? But she hits her with it. And Oscar setting up on the announce table. <laughs> Lynch thought she had it caught, but it was a referee helping her. Now, what the fuck are you doing? I'm going to fucking potato you. I don't know who you are. What the hell is Lynch doing? I mean, that ladder, that's one of the super-duper ladders. It must be at least 18 foot tall. At least 25 foot tall. Now she's setting it up. That referee's going to have to come and hold it if she wants to climb. She's looking to do something crazy. Well, Oscar is out on the announce table right now. She's going to be out for good if Becky Lynch hits this. And now she's got Charlotte. Lining them up like Corwood. 
Right, so both women are on the announce table, and now Becky Lynch is going to climb, and she's climbing. And she's climbing. Oh, my God. At least 50 foot in the air. At least 20 foot up. Good God, Becky Lynch. Don't do it. Oh, shit. Charlotte's midsection took the full brunt of that. Well, Oscar, lucky enough, managed (laughs) to get out of the way. No one's ready for Oscar. Oscar was ready for that. Jesus Christ. I think she might have seriously hurt Charlotte there. Charlotte Flair is broken in half. Nice. He saw the bounce as well. Couldn't have happened to a better person uh, than a predictor win the match. Honestly, look at this. Oh. <laughs> right on the back. Is there another replay? Fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> I think that was both supposed to move, but Oscar just held Charlotte there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to get it. Oh, holy oh. shit. Oscar looking to climb. Come on, Oscar. Come on, Becky. Get back in this now, girl. How can she? She's out. Charlotte's out. It's Oscar's. No. Come on, Becky. Becky now. Any time now, Becky. Well, oh, be- forget Becky. Becky's out. Charlotte is down. In the ring. I see a flick of ginger hair. Oh, yes. yeah. She's in. Come on, Becky. Well, it's hard to pick. Come on, Oscar. Come on, Becky. Honestly, someone fall off and a shot from Carter can, please. Oh, my God. Both women are teetering up high. Oscar fingertips on the championship like she has all year. But Becky Lynch pushing her down like she has all year. <laughs> Getting her hands back on her title. Oh, my God. And Oscar grabs the hand of Lynch, stops it. And now right hands and... Oh, how the hell did Charlotte get up so quickly? Well, she's up and she's got Kendo in her hand. Yeah, that's a bit of payback, that, isn't it, Charlotte? Shoving Becky Lynch. Some more shots for Oscar. Oh, my. How is Charlotte standing? She must have a couple of broken ribs. And now she's got crazy looking eyes. And poor Oscar's stuck in there. Lynch, we thought Lynch had it bad, but at least she got out of there. And Charlotte there with a kendo stick to the back of Oscar. Oh, my God. Lynch got Charlotte. Oh, oh what the fuck? Exploder suplex through the table. Oscar's got the Singapore cane. I thought Lynch and Charlotte were friends. What's going on? It's like ECW having a match. And now Oscar going crazy on Becky Lynch. I think she forgot that it was Charlotte. Charlotte did it to you. Oscar, Charlotte did it. Well, I think the intention of trying to put her through the announce table probably... uh... Like Godzilla through thousands of people moving out of Oscar's path of destruction. Oh! Fuck me! (laughs) Charlotte Flair with a spear on Oscar. (laughs) Straight through barricade. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Never thought I'd say anything like that. (laughs) And I think Flair's trying to suffocate Oscar with her surgically enhanced breasticles. Oh my god, Oscar there. What's Charlie? This is like a demolition derby. After I've stopped, after we watch this baby, I'm gonna just watch this match again. Yeah, I think Charlotte's been hit round the face with a kendo stick. All right, I'm gonna groove the crowd. This is awesome. <sighs> this is on oh, Lynch now. Match of the year candidate. I think it is Lynch climbing the ladder. Can she get a sneak victory in? And I think Lynch's got that. Oh. oh no, Charlotte pulling her off the ladder. And there we go to face off two of the four horsewomen. Oscar's out. Now it's down to two. Two. But there can only be one. Yeah, both women just going for strikes. Oh. oh, Flair responding with a big 
Chop, though. Oh, my God. This is what it must have felt like when, like, Ric Flair and Dusty Rose went out here back in the day. Do you know what I mean? With people involved like this. This is incredible at the moment. Lynch with the right hand. Chopped by Charlotte. And now Lynch getting the cheers. Bouncing oh. Flair's head off the ladder. Now Lynch firing herself up. I think Charlotte might be trying to get the, the most... The Johnny Gagano will for most damage done in a match. If she takes one more big bump, it might have to be Charlotte. Oh. Exploder onto the table, through the announce table. Someone's going through that table. Yeah. And now Charlotte just chop off, chop off the chop. <laughs> <laughs> they were not hanging around. Was that Michael Cole? No, the French announce team, oh. I think. Like the French, the cheese-eating friend of monkeys. And I think Charlotte likes it. Oscar must be coming back into this match shortly. Like on me shortly. I think Oscar's out. I don't know when Oscar's coming back. I don't know how any of these women are standing. Oh, only Charlotte is, actually. To <laughs> yeah, fair. to be fair, yeah. The man always bows down to the oh. queen. Charlotte, there with a <laughs> slap to add insult to injury. Fucking hell, Charlotte. And where are you going, young lady? Don't do it. Oh, my God. And she's going up. She's looking to take out Lynch, who's strewn across the table on the outside. All the way to the top! Senton bomb from Flair! The way she went! Why did she do that? That's crazy! She just like tumbled forwards. <laughs> it's like, if I would try that move, that's what I would look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't kill Becky Lynch, but. Charlotte Flair there. Fucking hell, Charlotte. Fair play to her. I know! Like, yeah, I've had my problems, but. She's putting herself through it here. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much style and uh, flair as Jeff Hardy was, no, but no. <laughs> impressive. But credit, another table broken. We've seen more women put three tables in than we did in the original episode of ECW. Yeah. Well, we've seen three, four, five. Yeah. Oscar's not been put for a table, but she has a barricade. Yeah, true that. <laughs> and now Charlotte is getting a ladder. Look at her smirking. No, James, she hasn't got a cigarette in her gulf. She's just got a smile on her face. Because both her opponents are down. Charlotte could go up to win this one. Oh, my God. And Charlotte's going to get it. Oh, and Oscar's oh. up. Get down, Charlotte. Chat. And Oscar's going to oblige you. She... Come on, no. Fight, 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 fight. That's fight. it. Becky Lynch pushing both off. And now Charlotte and Oscar. Oh, Oscar falls a little bit. Charlotte's got a little bit more in height, which might be to her advantage. She's got the belt. And Oscar just slapping away. These strikes and blows are absolutely something else. Oscar nearly there, but Charlotte again. Fingertips away for both women. Oh, God. Now Oscar getting introduced to the ladder the hard way. Becky um, Lynch, or is that, is that a ladder just floating? Oh, Becky Lynch is up. Oh, my goodness. What are they doing? Lynch now going up. Grabbing a ladder of her own. Is she just going to step over the strewn bodies of her victors? Oh, Oscar's gone. It's Charlotte's. It's Charlotte's. And Charlotte goes over to meet Becky Lynch. And now just slapping each other. Come on, Oscar. Come on, Becky. Oh, my God. Both women fighting now. Oh, my God. Ronda Rousey. Well, both women reaching for the title. And Rousey called under that. That's bad luck. But both of these women, both of these women have been on the wrong side of Ronda. Wow, and Ronda just tips the ladder. The Raw Women's Champion has tipped the ladder, taken out Lynch and shot. The crowd absolutely hate her. Is that a hill turn for Ronda? Well, I don't know. She looks very serious. And 
Well, you can't blame him for what Charlotte did, but Becky Lynch as well. Both women are down, and and are we going to see it? No, no. Come on, Oscar. Becky Lynch is going to get up. Look at the crowd. They know it. All Oscar has to do is more rungs, and she can get the championship belt. Oscar, after a year in WWE, does she become the women's champion? No one is ready for Oscar. The most dangerous woman in WWE finally claims the gold here at TLC. What a fucking match. Absolutely. Brilliant. <laughs> and, you know, as much as I like to go against you, James, I think Oscar absolutely deserves wow. it. It makes me want to cry with everything that was so right about that match. After all the negativity about WWE and everything like that, to finally deliver Ronda Rousey, and that, that opened up so many possibilities now coming up to WrestleMania. You know, Lynch and Charlotte got screwed. Oscar is finally on top of the mountain. Finally where she deserves as well. Finally! i got to say to a wrestling fan now, for a long time, and I'll go back 20 years, and I remember watching No Mercy, 1999, right? And on, Just get my violin out. No, 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 seriously. No Mercy, no, no, no. And there was a ladder match, right? And it was Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. And I didn't know much about these two teams, and I saw it. And that night, I thought, my God, these two are great. Obviously, it formed a TLC. Now, I knew what Oscar, Charlotte, and, and Lynch were all about heading into this. But I feel tonight, watching that like a child again... Just in how good it was. Am I overreacting there, Dan, or was it actually no, a good it match? It was an absolutely fucking brilliant match. All three women, credit where credit's due, they all put it on the line, taking risks, high bumps. You know, they had everything you want in a TLC match. I can't remember the last time a WWE pay per view ended actually happy about it and want to see where it went from there. What the fuck had WWE done? I'm actually kind of. Like oh my god, I want to see, I want to see how happens on SmackDown. You well, know, James, amazing things happen when Baron Corbin's no longer in charge. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you know, and, and the women's title scene now has changed not only because Oscar is champion, but because of the whole Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. The women's division is now the most is the, the main event scene in WWE. And anybody discreet after uh, after that. Watch TLC and see what these two women delivered. Indeed, yes. You and uh, credit where credit's due, Oscar is ex- deserves to be. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. It took her a year, but she's finally there. Uh, what a match and what a moment it is for Oscar as well. Coming up from NXT and now finally women's champion. Absolutely brilliant. After that, we both get a point. Nine, eight, it finishes. Dan, you, of course, get the pay-per-view point. But yeah. I'm more than happy with that with Oscar's getting the victory at the end there. That is all good. Right, so let's go through the, the card then and let's let's rank it and see how it goes. Uh, so the first versus Cedric. Dan is my man, but I'll let you start off. I thought it was a very good match. Well, it was a great match to start off with. You know, both guys, we've seen what they're capable of throughout 205 Live and they absolutely delivered it. Not missing a beat. Both men know exactly how the other one works and is working off each other. I thought it was a great match. Yeah, no, I really, really did as well. I think I might have ranked it a little... I don't know. I, I gave it a four out of five. I think I undercut mine. I'm going to turn mine up to a four. Yeah, because oh, I don't know, you see, because I'm very Buddy Murphy. Um, nah, it was, you uh, know, you know I, I look out for botches and there wasn't any. No. For me, it was a bit too fast in the early go, not enough pacing, and there wasn't enough of it. If they give it another five or ten minutes, 
you know, I think if they cut the next match out, which was GPD versus Lashley, I think it would be Metal Roy Raw. This was a Raw match, a Raw segment, yeah. basically. It uh, it made GPD... Uh, so both four out of five first match. Yeah, GPD match, kind of like... Uh, I think it was really poor. It's Paul Ashley for, for losing the match. He looked like a fucking idiot. And then GPD, when he didn't even use the guitar. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, what the fu- what's the point of Leo Rush being there? It should have been the other way round, at least, yeah. you know? Well, it was far too short. Lashley looked very weak. And I gave that a two and a half out of five. Yeah, I gave that two and a half out of five as well. Uh, and then we went and moved on to the main show, which was the Mixed Match Challenge. Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, R-Truth and Carmella going against uh, Mahal and Fox. What do you reckon? I didn't think that was a bad match. You know, it was it was something I don't know if it actually rightly HLC card. I think that could have been played on a Raw or SmackDown or, you know, even on its Facebook as it was. I know like for the stipulation of getting number thirty in the Royal Rumbles and a free paid vacation and that. But, you know, for what it was, it wasn't bad and I think the right team won it. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah. Perhaps not overall. No, no, that's true. But then, you know, with obviously other obligations, i.e. Oscar being, well, now the new champ, that, you know, if she'd have been in there with Miz, you know, <laughs> what would have happened there? It's, it's weird though, isn't it? Because they seem to have booked it. It's obviously WWE doesn't book anything in advance because obviously this starts in September and then you get to December, you realise, paper, oh shit, we need to take these people out to make it... Make it work at the uh, you know the TLC pay per view, and like I say, it takes away then for the mixed match challenge. The Miz was doing nothing. Uh, Sasha Banks was doing nothing. Why well, didn't make them a team and then book that so they're both fighting at the pay per view yeah. against you know Bailey and I don't know chuck someone else in there. Bustling. There you go. Job jobs are good in. Yeah. Uh, but I go at friend at half out of five. It's it's harmless. It's how anybody offended with that. I don't know why. Yeah, it's just well, harmless. I gave that a three out of five. I don't think it was anything spectacular, but it was good. It was like six and a half minutes long with a fucking um, a a seven second dance break. Exactly. Yeah. And even the Singh brothers had a little dance there as well. And what's wrong with that? Uh, SmackDown tag team titles: Usos versus New Day versus The Bar. Good stuff from these three teams. I could watch these three teams wrestle. After this card, I could watch over and over again. And these three teams mixing it up. Like I said, I wouldn't mind the triple threat uh, idea next time or ladder. Just it works really well. Again, I don't know if it's given enough time to truly flourish, but they're so good, it doesn't really matter because they always deliver, don't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, again, it was a very entertaining match, but again, too short. I think, you know, like with these first four or five matches, it was over like that, you know, and before we knew it, it was the first hour had gone. You're like, fuck me, there's another seven matches left. And we've got like three and a half hours left to go. It's yeah. Like, oh shit. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Uh, what was your score for that one? Three and a half out of five. I go at four out of five. Maybe I was a bit too uh, generous, but fuck it, I'm going to go with it. And then we had Strowman versus Corbin. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think it's just a good bit of payback. I like the way they set it up. You know, obviously protecting Strowman because he's a bit injured. They could have gone down a replacement. Rows of replacement have been. Warranted the match against Brock Lesnar down the line, you know. I don't yeah, know that, that would have worked. Weird, yeah. But it was a good way of kind of protecting the injury of Strowman, having all these other wrestlers come out, delivering finishers, and then Strowman basically getting a boot on for a pin. And, you know, I do actually quite like the way that um, Heath Slate was played into it as well. They, they could have had him as a referee for a bit longer. Yeah, I think that might have worked a little bit better. But, you know, it was good... Well, no, like, like I said, it, you know, and, and the thing about it is it's a good payoff towards the end. And it just shows WWE or Raw is lacking in kind of baby faces when you have to rely on Strowman coming out of the cast. And you kind of undercard that you're going to, you, you know, these guys have been sacrificed to Braun Strowman recently. 
if you look at storyline wise, you know when Strowman came out and took Raw hostage, didn't he take out the tag team division, which was basically the guys that were helping him out anyway? But yeah. I'm not going to argue semantics with it. It's still a good payoff for Corbin because he's a cunt anyway. I go that three and a half out of five. I go that three out of five. Yeah, and Natalia versus Riot. Uh, I again, I, it, I don't like the storyline with Jim Nalvanaya, but I thought both women brought it, and I thought a couple of bumps in that match were worthwhile as well. But it was really slow at stages, you know. Yeah, I've got it was too slow in spa- in places. I think the best bump through was the Liv Morgan one yeah, through yeah. the table. I think that was absolutely fucking brutal. It is good, like Natalia getting a bit of retribution, but does that make the Riot Squad look like complete fucking idiots yeah. after all three of them was taken up by one woman? Exactly. It's, you it's, know, maybe if uh, Ronda Ra- a couple of women in her corner that weren't being utilised, and you know they could have. Well, it's like Ronda Rousey does, though, isn't it? Not yeah. what, not not Natalia does. Like I said, to come out and you had Banks and Bailey not doing anything, they could have come down to help out anyway. You know, and that would have been a nice little pop. But they didn't. I got three out of five. I gave that a three out of five as well. And then another three out of five is McIntyre versus Balor. Uh, too long. Uh, McIntyre's the star, but he does go back sometimes. And it's WWE ways of doing it, of kind of being that hill where it takes too long and you know it's going to come back and catch him. And, it, and he, he can do it well, but it is really annoying to be a fan of McIntyre, especially when you see the guy throwing Balor across the ring. And yeah, it's Balor helping him, but you can see the power moves that he's got. We saw what he was like in NXT. I don't want him to kind of be the kind of hill. He can be a better version of Lesnar if they if they let him, as opposed to kind of like Bobby Lashley, you know. And that's what I kind of got to avoid. I think he's got strong twenty nineteen. If they don't fuck around with him too much, you know, I don't really like the kind of mid card feel with Balor and Ziggler at the moment. But the match itself was all right. Three out of five. I gave that a seven out of five. I thought it was my match of the year candidate. <laughs> Perfect result, now. <laughs> No, um, it was a good match for what it was. It's kind of, uh, as we saw in the promo video backstage when Balor was getting interviewed, it's kind of opened up something between uh, Balor and Ziggler. So, you know, there's there's a bit of storyline there, you know. Balor helping out Ziggler when he claimed he didn't need it. Ziggler helping Balor out when he claimed he didn't need it. I think they, they kind of used McIntyre as fodder for that match. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, what's going to happen down the line for the for, for McIntyre. Is he going to feud with the pair of them at the same time? Is he going to... I hope he, he beats them easily and then moves on to big bet things. Because if Les not going to be around for ages, Strowman needs a challenger. And my worry is I want a champion, not a challenger in McIntyre. So I'll see what they're going to do in that way. That'll be interesting. Oh, I uh, gave that a three out of five as well. Three out of five, yeah. Uh, Ray versus Randy Orton was next. It wasn't a bad match. Again, it was... Uh... As you know, your same problem with McIntyre, I think, was the same with Orton. You know, he's he's slowed it down a bit too much. He took too long between shots, and he got caught unawares by Randy Orton. You know, uh, but uh, he got caught unawares by Rey Mysterio. Yeah, um, it wasn't a bad match for what it was, but again, was it needed on the card? Not really. It was basic, short. Spots for the chairs, but apart, it could have been on Smack. You make it SmackDown main event and give it an extra five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was no need for that. I would much rather seen a Jeff Hardy Samoa Joe match than Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I gave that a three out of five. That was three out of five for me as well. Rousey versus Jack were next. That's cracking. Really, really good. People have a go at Rousey sometimes, you know, uh, because. It obviously comparisons to other babe faces wherever his Roman Reigns. But you can't say she's not bringing it in the ring when, when she gets a chance. Uh, Jack, someone that you're not going to say, oh, she can perform something brilliantly. She did perform really well. And the spots laid out for her, she delivered a couple of, you know, that 
pop-up knee that she did, the Superman punch, and then into the arm breaker eventually. You know, Rousey is definitely a star. And I really enjoyed the match, Dan. Yeah, it, it wasn't too bad for what it was. And, you know, again, it's one of these matches you don't go in with high expectations and it delivered on what it was. You know, it wasn't arm burner, but I don't think that's what they're expecting to be, you know. But what happens with Jax from here? What happens with Rousey? You know, we saw her get involved in the main event. What's she going to do next? Is she looking to get a challenge off Charlotte and Becky or perhaps a triple threat match? Is there going to be like a bit of a superstar shakeout going on? Is it going to be a Raw Rumble thing, you know? What's the, what's going to be the payoff for these? Well, if Lynch, these women, if Lynch and Charlotte are both well in the Rumble, then they can choose what champion they face at WrestleMania. It's a long tradition that's been done in the past. Indeed, yes. Right, but imagine if Lynch and Charlotte were to win the Royal Rumble together or something like this, and what, then a like, um, Lex Luger and Bret Hart. Luger and Hart, yeah. I mean, and then we had a triple threat match for WrestleMania. I think that's the only thing we might be going towards, unless they do have Charlotte winning, and then it's Lynch and Rousey at the Rumble, because then you can maybe have Lynch as a free agent. But I think the Rumble storyline with Lynch and Charlotte in makes it more, and again, would be more interested in the Men's Rumble, because at the moment, I've no idea who's going to be the Men's Royal Rumble. You know, I've not even thought about that match, but I've been thinking about the Women's Royal Rumble as well, and especially if Oscar is the champion then, that would be funny, because you know they can build her up. I personally think with Oscar, her next defence would be Sonia Deville. I know it wasn't the question, but I think they're going to continue that feud anyway. We're talking about Rousey Jacks. I really liked it. What was your score? Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Out I gave it four and a half. Four and a half. Really liked Jesus it. Yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah. Rousey was like, yeah, man, I'm into that shit. I thought Lesnar was going to be like when he first came back, but he gave up. And then we had Brian versus AJ. It was a very, very good match. You can see both these guys are at the top of what they should do. You know, these, both these guys can tell a brilliant story. They can wrestle like their lives depended on it. And yeah, you know, it, it could have gone for another 10 minutes and I still yeah. would have been happy. Um, You know, the end of it, it was a bit... You know, it left me like, oh, is that how they're going to finish it? Yeah, I, I put good, wanted better finisher with that. You know, I wanted yeah. to kind of, but maybe they were keeping it open to the Royal Rumble, another and, match, yeah. and you know, like they have done with every AJ Styles feud this year. But uh, I thought it was really, really good. I think SmackDown at the moment, if you look at in-ring action and storyline, they're fucking hitting it out of the park with no shame at man and kind of shenanigans like that with a World Cup and discredit maybe Randy Orton Mysterio at this moment in time, and even that. You, you got the W title match, which was really, really good. You got the tag team title match, and they're all class there as well. Of course, we're going to get onto the main event in a second. Uh, I go at four out of five, Brian. Versus I go that four and a half out of five. Four and a half, right? So well, that's fair enough. He's, we all got opinions, and then Ambrose versus Rollins next. So Raw's main event, Dan. What do you think of these two brothers? I thought it was a good match. You know, it wasn't um, a barn burner, but I think following AJ Styles and Brian, you've either got to pull something extra special out of the bag or, you know, you're not going to be held in as high regards. Maybe a stipulation would have helped. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. You know, maybe something else added to that match. I don't know, but I feel we're not seeing the Dean Ambrose that we should be seeing. Well, before we go into that Dean Ambrose that we've seen, did they maybe take away the fact that there's no disqualification and table bumps and stuff because then they had the main event next? You know what I mean? Because yeah. Would that have taken away from what we saw? The Seth Rollins and Ambrose match for me was so boring. Maybe that's what surprised me in the TLC match. I think it's a case of 
give them all the tools that they need to succeed. But like you say, pull it on first, pull it after mixed match challenge and really have the show started then, you know what I mean? Start it off uh, as the night is young. As for Dean Ambrose, I'm not sure where he goes. And Seth Rollins again, are they going to get fully behind him as a main event or as soon as Roman Reigns is back or as soon as they find someone else, is Rollins again going to fall behind, you know? This is a, a really... 2018 was important for stage for improving as good as he used to be. And now 2019 is showcasing where he's going to be. With Ambrose, I think he's kind of proven that he is not going to be a main event level, either face or hill. And I think that's what's disappointing with us, that he's not a hill. Uh, and he's not a main event hill, and he can be. Do you know what I mean? That's the yeah. thing. So I think it'll be interesting what happens with him. Uh, I go that three and a half out of five. I, I agree with you. I go that three and a half out of five. And then our TLC main event, Dan. Absolutely fucking brilliant. Um... There's not enough superlatives that I can throw at that main event. You know, it it delivered some lovely bumps. All three women, credit where credit's due, they all pulled it out and uh, delivered a great match. There's only, if there's only one nigger with it, and I know it's kind of setting up for future matches, but Ronda Rousey again making it about herself. I mean, Oscar can't get a victory without Rousey making it about Ronda Rousey. I mean, she won the fucking first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Rousey comes out. She wins her first ever fucking main show title. Ronda Rousey's to thank for it. But at least then, maybe we can build towards an Oscar-Ronda Rousey match as well that no one's seeing because Oscar's got resentment for Rousey for stealing the thunder. And then an Oscar Hill... I mean, we haven't seen Oscar at a, a hill, you know what I mean? You yeah. know, she was cocky in the... But as a true hill, I mean, imagine her attacking Ronda Rousey from behind in an Oscar lock. You're fucked then, aren't you? So maybe they're trying to do that. Maybe she'll lose it next month to Mandy Rose. We just don't know when it comes to Oscar. We know Charlotte is going to be the protected one out of the three. But Lynch is proving to herself why she's so hot at the moment. I hope she doesn't lose momentum. But I think that's why you kind of had to finish as well to keep those two hot. Of course, they're both going to be fed to Ronda Rousey. They might not be. You know, it might be Charlotte or Lynch who comes out on top. You know, if it's a triple threat at WrestleMania, you can have Charlotte or Lynch winning and, you know, Rousey not being pinned and, you know, losing the championship if they wanted to do that. The thing I liked about TLC, it opened up a lot of questions. You know, it opened up a lot of things that maybe I wasn't looking forward to and now I am. I definitely want to see SmackDown, what happens. I know we've got Vincent Mann on Raw, you know. Well, you can see they're building towards WrestleMania. Yeah, without a doubt, that's you know, what I like. Wrestle, the road to WrestleMania began yeah. tonight. Yeah, and I think that's what made the paper feel a little bit special. And uh, we'll bring you the Raw and SmackDown fallout from TLC, of course, on our Christmas episode, which is coming out in a couple of days. But uh, I think for that, my rating out of 10... Well, match of the night first. Mine's obviously... What, what, what was, was your, your rating for oh, that? Sorry, yeah. My rating for that main event was five. Yeah, I gave it five as well. So, you know, despite yeah. the Rousey making it, but before all then, it was absolutely fucking perfect. Yeah, honestly, I loved it. It is, it's, it's, I'm going to have to rewatch this match alongside Gagano versus Chumper takeover and work out what one was the better match because it's so fucking difficult now I mean that just coming right here is kind of a shock to the system you're like oh Jesus Christ don't say shock the system oh sorry I forgot about that Can't. Uh, so anyway rating out of 10 I think for you know the highs of it and that's mainly what I'm going to focus on the other matches yeah you know you've got to have a few filler matches and they weren't terrible matches I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 I think, you know, the third Alexander Murphy, very good match. The AJ Bryan was very good. The Rousey Jacks wasn't even terrible. 
and you know, and that triple threat match to finish it off with us just like you know the cherry on top. Well, if you do one thing this month, this year, whenever the time that's left, watch the main event from TLC. It is worth it. Either get the network for a free month if you haven't got the network, or try and find it on on I don't know, like YouTube, but you know somewhere else like that. And, and watch it because it is or, or if you download uh, if you've got an Android device you can download BTV and you can watch it for free on there well there we go then so there's lots of ways to do that uh, I go at an 8.5 out of 10 as well because again for pay-per-view to, WWE pay-per-view 2018 to leave me happy that's got to be doing something right it's kind of Wrestlemania moment type because of the news into it like I said we are on the road to Wrestlemania now that's what it felt like and hopefully the product will be a lot better in the, the upcoming months as well uh, talk about our product, the WNR196 WWE versus WCW will be our podcast after the Christmas break, of course, and that will be Starcade. We'll bring it out on the day of release. That'll be December 27th. And we're aiming, hopefully, before Christmas Eve for our Christmas special. And, of course, we've got our 200th episode coming up. Fucking hell, yeah. That's going to be a live episode, I believe. Yeah, we're trying to get it live. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get it work live. Out. We're going to... Hopefully deliver, bring back some games. Yeah. I doubt we'll bring back some old presenters. No. We, 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 <laughs> but, we know. you know, as I've been trawling through the archives, trying to dig up some memorable moments, quotes, and, uh, you know, some maybe off-the-cuff predictions that we've made throughout the uh, the three years that we've been going. Yeah, well, uh, what's weird about that, like I say, we're, up, we're coming up to 200 in January, and, of course, we're live for NXT Blackpool and NXT in Phoenix, which is going to be the first time ever, and the Royal Rumble event. But also, as well, like you said, the WNR Awards. We can't stress how important they are. So the fourth annual WNR Awards coming, uh, the Christmas special. And then we've got the year-end predictions as well. Yes, Dan might be 11 points ahead of me at this moment in time, but there's 30 points on the line, New Year's special. And we're going to have a lot more surprises and we'll let everybody know. To keep in contact with us, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at WWNetReview or at Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at G underscore Rollers across all the Google platforms, WNetReview on Google+. Send us an email to WNRPodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. You can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend I am Vince McDam. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WNet Review Podcast. We've got clips going up there and podcasts going up at the same time on YouTube. They do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. All our live shows will be on Spreaker at the beginning of 2019 even. So make sure you're listening for that. Stitcher Radio and iTunes. Make it down, subscribe, rate and review there. But that is it. And after a great pay-per-view, because Oscar is our women's champion. But that is it for today. I am James Rowlands, and as always, we're joined by... Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you for the Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho. Bye. Bye.